0: and
1: it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV! Gentlemen, me. you will always
2: remember this as the day that you almost caused. Captain Jack. Star. I only really hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month.
3: To episode 17 of the Disney Universe Podcast We are a monthly Disney podcast That discuss and banter About everything in the vast uh, Universe that Disney runs And that's including Pixar Marvel, Lucasfilm ESPN, ABC Freeform now because it's the holidays And there's a lot of awesome Christmas movies being shown So um, I am your host Joey um, Thank you for in, any of our Listeners that continue to you know Follow us here and um, if you're a new listener, you know, welcome to the show. Uh, one thing I, I will say, if you're new, is uh, you know we love talking Disney here. Um, we're doing a little transition uh, during the holidays, but um, normally we'll we'll banter about anything that's you know, either in the news or that we want to talk about. We're not a big news show, but um, you know once in a while we'll we'll discuss uh, what's what's going on uh, around the parks, you know, the entertainment. Uh, most of the news I actually post on uh, our Instagram page, uh, but we're just here, you know, just trying to get our Disney fix going on. And um, uh, man, uh, you know, now we're in November. You know, we—it's just me tonight, but we got a loaded show for you. Uh, it's something I'm very excited about. This is our—I uh, decided, to, you know, since September, we've had Ryan on the show. We've been discussing. As much Star Wars as we can between Force Friday and the trailers, and um, and he'll you know he'll be back on the show. We're going to do a bonus next month for um, the Last Jedi, kind of our little spoilery reviews, and uh, plus our, our normal uh, show that will be Christmas themed. But um, also I just really wanted to do a show focused on you know Star Wars fangirls. Um, you'll hear me talk about it throughout the uh, interviews, and there's four. Interviews with you know four amazing uh, women who are just love Star Wars. Um, I believe we are in the the age of the fangirl, and that's not just you know Star Wars, but you know with DC with Wonder Woman and the, the female heroes that are coming up in Marvel and you know the strong female characters that Disney has been putting out between like Merida and the live action you know Beauty and the Beast with Belle, and so I, I really wanted to do a a fangirl focus show. So that'll be coming up later, and uh, but before that, um, we, uh, we had in Northern California recently uh, MouseCon, and this is a, uh, the third year they've done it. It's a new convention still, uh, but it's a really fun Disney uh, convention uh, that's been happening uh, in the Bay Area. So this year's uh, was in South San Francisco by the San Francisco airport and there's you know many great guests uh, the, the headliner guest was john ratzenberg which you know if you're a fan of any pixar movie he's in everyone so uh from from standout characters like ham and uh pt flea to just quick little cameos like the underminer and you know uh the waiter i don't know what his name was in ratatouille but so um I was actually... Me and my buddy were able to uh, get into his panel. So I actually recorded a few... uh, uh, audio, A little bit of audio. And what I will be playing will be the audience questions. And I was lucky enough to ask a question. So you'll hear that. And don't mind the the kids crying in the background. Because (laughs) that tends to happen at conventions and panels. But... um, uh, It was a great convention. Uh, I forget the young man's name. But the voice for Andy was also there. And... uh, so we didn't. I didn't get to see him, um, and I really wanted to share. I'm, I'm a big fan of the Moustalgia podcast and uh, DoomBuggies.com uh, dot So of course, er, every year Jeff Bayham of uh, DoomBuggies.com and Spook Show and Moustalgia has been there, uh, doing great panels on the Haunted Mansion. Um, this year he did uh, the voices of the Haunted Mansion, which is was just really great. Yeah, uh, had the different like the um, host, the, the different actors, Paul Freeze and Corey Burton. Another gentleman that did it on the record, I can't remember. So he did a lot of audio clips, and I sadly not able to share that with you right now. Um, when I was editing, trying to get it on, I was listening and every clip I had, uh, for some reason the guy in front of me was sleeping, so you can really hear him snoring. And as great as um, Jeff's uh, content was, the, <laughs> the snoring really annoyed me and i think it would take away from the um what was shared and it wasn't a loud like <sighs> snore but just a loud breathing, enough to be annoying so i really apologize for that so because um, i really wanted to share that with you but anytime uh if you guys don't listen definitely check out nostalgia it's a great uh, disney podcast the great four hosts and and obviously, uh, doombuggies.com if you're a fan of the Haunted Mansion. Jeff is the man on anything uh, Haunted Mansion related. So, uh, definitely check that out. And I was able to interview um, local tattoo artist Matt Robinson. And you'll, if you've noticed on our Instagram, um, I posted a couple of his uh, prints. Uh, we gave, uh, we're going to raffle one away for a Mickey's birthday. Because uh, one of the prints actually Steamboat Willie themed. So, uh, Matt's a great guy. He does a lot of Disney, Star Wars, uh, geek art um, uh, tattoos for people, and that's something that's really picked up steam in the last couple of years. Uh, you could go to any convention nowadays, and uh, I'd say any major convention, because some of the smaller ones don't um, have to. Anyways, uh, some of the major conventions will have tattoo artists because people, you know, they want to get, you know, Darth Vader or you know some whatever their big fandom is uh, tattooed now because you know you go to conventions and buy art you know tattoos art so um, got a great interview with Matt Uh, we'll be playing that real shortly then uh, before we get to our fangirl show our uh, segment um, it's November and so that means uh, Mickey and Minnie's birthday so I just took a quick five minutes put a little musical tribute together to celebrate uh, Mickey's 89th birthday and uh Yeah, and I can't wait because apparently uh, 90 is coming around next year. So I've already heard plenty of uh, uh, places around Disney already planning for Mickey's 90th birthday. And it's obviously going to be great merchandise. So a lot of clothing. I've heard that from um, Ashley Eckstein, who does her universe and is just putting out our universe, which is uh, uh, men's clothes now. So really excited for that. but uh, once again I just want to thank everybody for coming back and listening uh, following us on all the social medias that are out there and if you'd mind you know feel free please subscribe to the show because we don't have any real set days when we release so that's your best time to find us and uh, if you'd leave us a review it helps other Disney fans uh, find us also and um, yeah please you know share the show Uh, we've had a lot of great feedback um, getting good comments now, like a few shout outs on our last episode. Uh, Instagram users, uh, Main Street Jesse uh, wrote, Very interesting uh, view. And I'm guessing we were talking about uh, me and Russell Flores were talking about, uh, you know, kind of like the hotels and, uh, that are that's coming to the Disneyland Resort plus, you know, run Disney. So, um, yeah, thanks for that comment. And also, I got uh, an Instagram user, it's BJH4130. And he writes, "Dudes, great show! I'm late to the game with the follow. Keep up the great work." Um, there's no such thing as late to the game. You, you came at a perfect time. So, uh, if you listened to us earlier when we we're starting, and we're, you might not have liked us, but who knows? <laughs> but we welcome. You know, feel free to comment and you know, interact with the show, and um, just re- really appreciate everybody coming here. And and I, I totally messed up, but uh, I mentioned uh, Russell Flores on the last show. He was also at MouseCon, uh, doing his thing, selling his books, and he was there with Josh Schaefer, who's another great artist. And uh, you know, they're they're. I tried to get a word in with both of them, but they're busy the whole day, so uh, which is really good for them because you know. And um, so, once again, definitely check out Russ's uh, sightseeing, unseen Disneyland, and check out his books. And, um, so coming up now, I'm going to play you the interview with, uh, Matt Robinson. Then following that will be the Q&A session, uh, for John Ratzenberg. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Okay, so yeah, I'm here at MouseCon in, uh, San Francisco, and I'm talking, uh, tattoo artist, uh, Matt Robinson. Um, I've been kind of following you for the last couple of years. I've seen you at the last two cons, and... Really like your work. It seems like you're you're kind of expanding on on a lot of the uh, I don't want to say geek niche, but like
4: Disney fandom style tattoos. What what kind of gets you uh, started in that? Yeah, uh, I do a lot of um, Disney, and then also uh, other like comic book book, pop culture tattoos. But uh, yeah, it's just like. I love all the movies and going to Disneyland. So, bring it into tattoo artwork. Uh, not too many people do that, so um, it just work, worked out really well for me. And I love doing it, and especially like the old classic Mickey set, like Disney, uh, Steamboat Willie, like all those old shorts. Uh, I love doing that.
5: And
4: uh, a lot of my artwork is that. Um, Yeah, that's what I love to do. (laughs) That's awesome. And it seems
3: like the last, like, I would say probably, what, four or five years, like, fandom tattoos have really exploded kind of like in, you know, everybody's in their whatever style that they want, but I've I've seen a lot more, especially like Disney tattoos, uh, Star Wars, um and uh I mean and especially like on your Instagram I mean you're you're pretty booked and it's all pretty much like fandom style
4: correct? Yeah um, I think all the the newer movies too that are out you know the comic book all the superhero movies uh, especially the new Star Wars movies uh, it just helps and it's really popular now um, but yeah I travel with uh, Deep Strength tour and uh, so we tattoo at Comic Cons and a lot of people see that they don't even know we're there you know, until they walk by and they're like, oh tattoos like, and, they, and they jump right on them so um, it's just a permanent collectible you know, on your body Oh yeah, and one if you could kind of talk about it a little bit uh, I
3: think you, you, it's taken a couple of sessions but there's this guy that's come in and he's had a,
4: your Disneyland collage oh yeah, uh, yeah I mean he's got how many different I, <laughs> oh man he has like oh, he's, <laughs> he's pretty much uh, like walking through you know the main entrance all the way back you know he has like all the attractions on his arm uh, Pirates Horn, you know Haunted cool. Mansion everything like, a lot of the iconic yeah symbols. even uh, Indiana Jones you know has got everything awesome and I'll share that on our on our page for sure or just because I mean I've seen
3: the just the uh, process how many sessions has that been taking? because uh, it's
4: pretty uh, pretty detailed uh, yeah. Right? yeah it's been probably a little over a year now since we started it and uh, each sit, uh, sit, session is probably like anywhere from three to six hours worth of work and it still has um, the castle to go and Big uh, or a Splash Mountain on the back of his arm. Oh, wow. So two projects left, and then his whole arm will be done. So getting there. Oh, nice! Back.
3: Then uh, besides the tattoos, you're also selling uh, different art prints, like you said, of your uh, um, I don't, like your old style, a lot, lot of old black and white style Disney. So uh, one thing I want to do, I'm probably going to get a print and probably raffle it off to uh, our listeners. Yeah. And uh, but can you uh, before we do that? Uh, can you just kind of uh, let us let them know where to find you if they want to, even if they want to book a session, or if they're out of the area, if they just want to follow you to uh, check your art
4: out? Yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Mr. Tattoos eighty uh, nine, or Facebook, just Matt Robinson Art. Uh, I even have an Etsy shop. So it's just uh, Matt Robinson Tattoos. Uh, Etsy. Com. Other than that, you can come to Vacaville uh, Anchor Tattoo. And I'll be there. Awesome, well, thanks, Matt.
5: Uh,
3: thanks for. Like I said, I'll eventually get in to hit my my piece <laughs> that we've been
4: talking to for about for a couple of years. So yeah, you gotta get in there. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. All right, thank you.
5: How did how did the
2: twenty years of Pixar come to be? Was it auditions? Was it uh, just... One just a yeah, they said, we come and uh, do the voice of uh, Hammy, the thing and this animated teacher uh, Nobody had ever heard Pixar. And so because of that, I mean, we said, sure, go mm-hmm. uh, no, because it's uh, I, mean, I like the story. It's sounded like fun. And I did, and then they asked me to do the next one. And I thought it was a clerical. <coughs> for
5: Few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kept asking me back. Sure. <laughs> I still haven't asked a line and I won't. Will any of you so ask? You John don't ask, him. don't tell. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> show up.
2: So, do we have any questions for John? We'll start over
5: here. You start with the
2: camera. Uh, so, I have a uh, two part question. Wait, when you got a camera?
5: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't. I won't show anyone except family. Yeah. I promise I won't put that YouTube I promise. So, so my question is, of two parts. Out of all the characters that Pixar, what has to be your favorite out of all of them?
2: I don't know if I'd have a favorite. It's just really, it's like. Uh, Every time you show up, there's a different toy in the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's the people that, you know, all the people there, the, you know, the John Lassiters and the Darla Andersons, and the Youngridge, and, you know, Andrew Stanton and everybody, just it, just—it's such a joy to work with it. Because when you see a Pixar movie, the, there's really a big difference between a Pixar movie and, say, a DreamWorks or anybody else. Because the Pixar movies are works of art, you can freeze frame them, snip that out if you could, hang it on your wall, and it's a piece of art. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's because they really pay attention to detail. You'll see it with uh, Coco, it's coming out uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a second part to your question. The second part is uh, um, that from
5: when I went to D twenty three. How do you feel about him being in the Kingdom Hearts universe now? How do you personally feel about it? Ham to what? I'm him being in Kingdom Hearts three. Kingdom Hearts,
3: that's uh, the new Year's video game.
2: Oh, is it? I should pay more attention. I should ask him. What's this recording being used for? I don't even know what that
5: is. Yes. yes.
0: thing to do is find which character you're playing and um, you've done such an array i was wondering which which request did you find the most unusual which request yeah which which character in the picture like you're, you're going to have me play a brain cell Just... i yeah, really i don't want to sound like the
2: knucklehead. The <laughs> <laughs> but when they call, I just show up. Just don't ask questions. I don't ruminate. Uh, try to intellectualize anything. I literally just show up and think for the words. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, girl.
5: Mm-hmm. Hi, uh, Sorry. you do. Cowgirl. Hi, i Um my question
6: is are there any characters that you can think of that you would like to play that you haven't
5: yet? Like maybe a particular animal, or <laughs> yeah. a certain monster that you want
2: to do? Or <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Just, it just—it was a real. Impact. I would love to play a Benjamin Franklin or uh, Mark Twain. <laughs> so, I just
5: found the people that you would like to invite over to dinner. You can have them all just kids open kids. up <laughs> a bottle of Irish whiskey.
2: Rubinate. Jim Jack. You're good, Mark Twain. That's as far as you can. In the back, you start with ears. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. uh, all the characters are super great. Which one do you think is the most fun? He teaches me. Yeah.
2: Because the character is so avaricious that you know he sells his grandmother for a nickel, <laughs> and,
5: and think he did he made a good deal. He didn't brag about
2: it. But it. Just it always cracks me up. That character always cracks me up. So, and I don't know if they'll ever do another one, but that that was my favorite so far. Yeah. Well, so, Coco's coming out. and um, I'm sorry, do you have your hand raised? you ask me for help? <laughs> uh, uh, the, the, the the fuzzy button. <laughs> Rocket, Did you have a question? Are you to think that
5: Yes. <laughs> That's, you know, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> I don't really
2: know but yes I I suppose if I'm still above ground and they end up making another
5: one then yeah
1: if you could act with any actor ever through history who would you have wanted to act with
2: oh uh, Bill Cosby no I'm kidding (laughs)
5: Another <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> actor
2: would be, uh, John Cleese. Yes.
3: Are we going to get more uh, of the underminer in the next Incredibles?
2: You are, sir. Yeah. <laughs> That's the question that I had: um, Incredibles being the best
4: superhero movie ever made. Um, without too
2: many spoilers, can you tell us how the beginning, middle, and end of Incredibles two? Characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the whole thing. I mean, it's not
5: going to leave this room. Yeah. You have a
3: chalkboard I can use. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I,
5: I can't. I'm, I'm sore to contract contractually Well, no, but us. the other thing too, because they work so hard
2: at writing these movies. It's not like they cast them off in a the month. They'll spend two, three, maybe four years just writing it. Right? Sure. So I don't want to uh, throw any monkey wrenches in that. And, but also, I think it takes the joy out of the viewer's experience. If, they, if you know stubble but you know you said well, the guy's gonna turn into a bat or whatever. What's that gonna happen? So the underminer's turning
5: into a
2: bat. <laughs> <laughs> the underminer is, is gonna be a baseball player, use a bat.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but
2: no, I can't. uh young lady in the final oh,
5: that's you. Um, <laughs> uh, did you get his voice out after- does the words written out for you? Sorry, can you repeat the? the uh, Did you have the voice acting the words were written
6: out for you while you are acting? Uh, because the
5: first time, your first acting experience, you couldn't remember <laughs> oh. Well,
2: oh. oh It's oh. interesting you said that because... In the audience of that first experience, a director, another theater director, came backstage and said, you're an excellent improviser. And I said, what's that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that I had that gift. So the shows that I did through Europe were all improvised comedies. And it was me and a partner, a fellow named Ray Hassan, who...
3: So once again, I want to thank Matt Robinson for taking the time to speak with me. Um, like I mentioned, it was a real busy time, and uh, I got a little nervous because right before I was talking to him, he was talking not interview wise, but just talking to some of the guys from a uh, uh, nostalgia that I was talking about. And like I said, I'm a big fan of theirs, so I was like, ah, oh, my question is going to sound really lame compared to theirs. But so um, definitely follow him on Instagram, uh, Matt Robinson Art, and uh, you know check out even if you're not in the area, can't get any of your work done, you know, check out his art. Cause it is really awesome. And once again, being in John Ratzenberg's, you know, panel, that was just hilarious. Uh, that was just a little bit of what we had. We were there for about an hour and, you know, he talked about cheers and uh, so much more and just starting, uh, you know, how we got to start uh, working in London and stuff. So uh, great guy and, So, right now, uh, we're just going to take that quick musical break. And, like I said, it's a quick little uh, tribute to Mickey Mouse and the 89 years he's been making all of us kids and kids at heart laugh. So, uh, happy birthday, Mickey. so now for the time I'm really excited for it's um, our fangirl special and like, once again um, I just really wanted to get this show out uh, a lot of amazing fangirls out there and you know it's a great age to be a Star Wars fan and you know I kind of dedicate this segment to my niece who uh, Tori who's been on the show before and I just remember uh, when she was little just taking her to Toys R Us when Attack of the Clones came out you know we're going Getting action figures, and she was just as excited as I was. And you know, playing with at the house, she's got her little bathrobe on with lightsabers. And you know, she's now you know in her. She just turned twenty five now, and still loves Star Wars, loves Disney. So, um, so first of all, uh, we got four guests. Uh, I I interviewed them individually because I just really wanted to you know highlight what they do. And at first, I thought about doing it as a you know group, but I don't want to you know maybe some people not get enough um, of their voices heard. So first I got uh, Sandra, who is the social media manager of the Fangirls Going Rogue podcast. And when I say social media manager, I mean, she is on it on, you know, and everything too. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, the Facebook group page, Tumblr. So, and it's not just little retweets. I mean, she's, you know, starting discussions and, you know, uh, you know, reporting news and just getting everybody involved so I was really happy to have her on the show and um, then following her is Jen Marie who she has um, a blog that's uh, Anakin and his angel who is just uh, recently started uh, celebrating their 17th or she's celebrating the 17th anniversary of the site and so I think that'll be happening as uh, the show is released so you know one, real quick congratulations Jen Marie on your site uh, it's, a, it's a great site. You know, she does everything from just talking about Star Wars and fashion and, you know, Funko Pops. You'll, you'll hear about that later, but it, it's awesome. So uh, congratulations to 17 years and here's to many years more. <clears throat> and she's also a podcaster for uh, a Star Wars show called uh, a Force Cult, which is a great uh, Star Wars podcast where just kind of like us, we just, you know, <clears throat> get together and, you know, get our our fix, just talking about what we love. Then, uh, following her will be Patty who, uh, I met through the scale Sky- skywalking through Neverland community, but she's also a blogger has a, uh, everyday fangirl blog. And what she does is, you know, she writes commentaries on, you know, different star Wars stories and, uh, and other, uh, you know, fandoms around, but she really also highlights, uh, fangirls that are all over, uh, you know, that she runs in with or, that are just spreading the word, and she's actually started interviewing fanboys. So uh, check out, check that out. And one of her interviewers is our next, our final is a uh, Christina, and uh, she started. She's a, a former Disneyland cast member who you know got into Star Wars at a late, later age uh, when Attack of the Clones came out. But you know, I guess she started her. Uh, a, a blog that turned into a star Wars blog. And she's actually just getting ready to have a full star Wars blog started out. So, and like I said, she's a recent member of the five hundred first. first. So, um, like I said all four great interviews. Uh, I, I could have talked to all of them forever and, um, it was just fun talking star Wars and everything and hearing their opinions. So, uh, hope you guys enjoy this and I'll just be, they'll just be going back, uh, back to back. So, um, sit back and enjoy. Alright, so, um, starting off with this special, uh, fangirl episode, uh, we're gonna have four different guests on the show kind of touching all over the different Star Wars communities, either blogs, vlogs, podcasts, costuming groups, uh, you know, anywhere, and, and uh, all, they all kind of got into the fandom at different times, so my first guest I'm really excited to have on the show, uh, I, I call her the busiest person on social media, so, <laughs> uh, and that's Sandra, who does the social media management of uh, the Fangirls Going Rogue, uh, I guess, network. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Sandra. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Joey. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be uh, your first guest for this Fangirl episode um it's an exciting time it's it's always been but it is definitely um an exciting time to be a star wars fan and to be a female uh star wars fan there's so much going on so much happening i mean we just you know i'm just trying to keep up with it all (laughs) exactly and
3: i've been calling i mean there's been so many different generations of you know just Star Wars, there's the original trilogy fans and the prequel fans, now the TV show fans, and now the new trilogy. But you know, not just besides that. I mean, I, I really do believe, like, right, we are pretty much in the age of the fangirl, not just Star Wars, but I mean, we're going, we're talking about like, you know, Wonder Woman just had an awesome year, Beauty and the Beast, all these, you know, like strong female characters. No matter what your fandom is, you know, Hunger Games, and so I mean, it really is a good age and. I mean, I'm, I don't have any kids, but I, I, I have a young niece. You know, she's in her early 20s, but ever since she was little, she was, okay. you know, in her bathrobe with a little plastic lightsaber. I was taking her to Toys <laughs> R Us, you know, when Attack of the Clones came out. So, um,
1: yeah, it,
3: it's definitely an exciting time. Then when Forces of Destiny, that show started and I mean,
1: you know, it, it's, you know, like it's, it's it's amazing. And I think too, with, you know, when you, since you mentioned, Social media earlier. I mean, now that I think female fans, we have a broader, um, you know, spectrum to just share our thoughts, our ideas about, uh, just to share our enthusiasm about Star Wars and other, you know, the fi- other films that, uh, you know, that shows so many strong female characters. Yeah. I mean, back then, back then we didn't, we didn't have that, so I kind of like felt like our voice was almost you know kind of, it, it completely shut out we were completely shut out but I think now with social media with podcasting uh, with you know Twitter, Facebook now female fan- fans are just finding different ways to share their enthusiasm to share their passion oh, about yeah. um, about so many different um, films I mean you have geek fashion you know people who are into fashion you know, yeah. <laughs> you know people who are just you know to their jewelry I mean there's so much out there um, that we bring to the community um, is is really just exciting to be able to share all that with everyone.
3: Oh yeah, I totally agree. And especially, um, you know, they're they're going back to podcasting. There's there's a lot of really good uh, female-run Star Wars podcasts. And the first one I got into was uh, Fangirls Going Rogue, which is great with Sarah, Trisha, and Teresa. I mean, they're three different uh, generations of Star Wars, so I mean, they blend in really good. Uh, mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a great show. And uh, and how like how did you get involved with uh, running their social media?
1: Uh, oh my gosh, I'm I'm just trying to remember. <laughs> I remember just I, you know just um, years ago, I kind of like took a break from the fan community. Uh, Because sometimes you just need that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, there was just so much going on. And then I remember just getting back. I I was um, invited by with uh, by Coffee with Kenobi, actually Mm -hmm. started blogging and just doing some other things and sharing different thoughts on social media. And I started following, you know, fangirls going rogue and whenever they would, you know, throw questions out there, I would engage with them. And uh, we kind of like became friends um, on Twitter and on Facebook. And, you know, just one day I emailed them and said, hey, you know, I'm just thinking about, um, you know, really just getting involved into, into the community even more um, to be able to share my ideas and my thoughts. And um, right away, Tr- Trisha emailed me. Um, and we spoke on the phone. We did a Skype session. And it was about around the same time as Celebration Anaheim, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, and they, yeah, so it was right around that time. And they said, hey, you know, we're going to be a celebration. Because I didn't go. We're going to be a celebration. Would you like to just manage um, some of the things that's happening at Anaheim? I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> and there was a lot so, happening. <laughs> and then, yeah, we had a lot going on that year. So, again, just sharing the news and as, you know, just really engaging with so many other fans. I really enjoyed it. And that uh, picked up uh, where they left off with Instagram. Just started posting pictures. Um, we had the Facebook page, and then uh, started the Facebook group. And so, and, I, and actually, I had I invited you and Ajua to kind of help us manage that. So it's been it's been an, an, an exciting um time i you know i enjoy what i do a lot of people are like well how come we never really hear much of you from the uh on the past pod- on the podcast honestly like sometimes i want to sometimes i don't yeah um <laughs> you know i'm involved with you know the all of the planning the questions and everything i'm just some days i'm like i go to bed at seven they're still up chatting <laughs> um but you know but i actually like to me i've always been that person who just love to be in the background you you know like i i like you know doing the you know saturday night discussion questions and uh putting things out there you know communicating with other people the live the live tweeting uh, of
3: movies which is a really fun yeah
1: exactly exactly you know that's that's my part Mm -hmm. and and i love it you know i enjoy doing it
3: so and going back to the, the facebook group uh i mean i was I've been heavily involved with Skywalk, Skywalk through Neverland since the beginning and, you know, being part of that team. And is amazing seeing it grow, then getting into the, you know, the fangirl show. Then uh, when you guys asked me to be a part of it, you know, starting the group, I, it really caught me by surprise. But I, I, felt, I felt really uh, – de- definitely really honored and proud. I mean, we got this community of, you know, strong female Star Wars fans – and you guys asked, you know, two guys <laughs> to
1: be a part of this, and I. And you know, you know what? And that and that was our reason for it. I, yeah. I was like, yes, you know, we're fan girls going rogue. People see us, you know, we, you know, we're the voice, kind of like the voice of fandom. But we we don't like to leave other people behind exactly. because you know our fan <laughs> our fanboys. You guys matter too. And I and I remember telling I remember telling the girls I said, you know what? I, you know I want a diverse group of people. Yeah. You know, not just the four of us. People see us, but. If I am gonna bring in two males, I want a diverse group of men who can contribute who um are just, who just really know about star wars and and I remember um uh, I think it, no it was it it was Sarah who said, well, Joey, Joey's awesome. (laughs) Joey's awesome. And I was like, well, I know I do. We went to school together. So, and he, you know, he knows a lot about Star Wars. Yeah. I was like, well, let, you know, let me email them and see if they want to get involved. And we was just so excited. You guys wanted to come on board and just really just helping the community and keep the community engaged. And uh, so we really appreciate that.
3: Oh, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I mean, I'm just, it's, I love being a part of it. And even when I started listening to the show and, I would always hashtag different, you know, retweets, you know, mm-hmm. especially when the the hashtag the fangirl flail came out, and
5: oh, then yeah. some guys
3: <laughs> some guys were starting to hashtag like fanboy flail. I'm like, you know what? No, <laughs> this is the fangirls going rogue. Show I'm going to hashtag man enough to fangirl flail. So that's every yeah, time. Yes, <laughs>
1: and I love that. I love that every time you do that. I'm like, oh, retweet. <laughs> yeah. So,
3: so I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to fanboy flail. I'm going. To, I'm man enough to fangirl flail. So.
5: <laughs>
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, awesome,
3: and um, I guess uh, one thing I want to know, and uh, I'm going to be asking everybody, you know, some similar questions and some different questions. But um, when did it hit you that you were uh, a Star Wars fan? I guess, uh, or when, you know, was there a particular moment, or you know?
1: I, you know, I'm not sure if it was a particular moment. Like, you know, most, you know, mostly everyone who um, that I communicate with or engage with. They know I'm originally from Haiti. So, mm-hmm. I'm from the Caribbean um and you know as when I was in Haiti, like I remember we had a black and white small TV. You know, my very first show that I was exposed to that, you know, that's considered sci-fi was Lost in Space. Um that was one of my that was one of my favorite shows. It came one, you know, it was in French. Um, and I and I loved it. I remember just like each time it would come on, I would just stare in front of the TV. And I think for me, like, you know, I just sort of enjoyed this whole like space travel, yeah. you know, meeting different different aliens, different groups of people. And so when I came to America, I was about nine years old. Um, and I, you know, I tell people it was a difficult time because you know I went from have you know this environment where everyone kind of like look like me <laughs> yeah. you know because hey you know we're just it's, it's, a, it's a black it's a black nation yeah. so it was just you know I'm used to black Santa Claus and then <laughs> boom you know we moved to America and it's like what I, 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 I don't know any of this and so you know just for me you know, growing up as a kid, it was rough. You know, I had this very strong Caribbean accent and trying to learn how to speak English. So it was hard. Yeah. And Star Wars kind of like gave me that opportunity to, you know, I, I still love sci-fi. And it just, I remember just watching it and just, and just loving it. Again, that whole, you know, space travel, meeting different aliens, different languages. And I mean, I just loved it. I fell in love with it. I mean, Empire Strikes Back is, you know, probably my favorite episode from DOT. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> um, yeah, because I'm just, I'm, I'm a Vader fan. I tell you, I'm a Vader girl. So, look. Um, but, yeah, so that's, I, I guess for me, that's when it started. You know, like late, you know, late 80s, that's when I fell in love um, with Star Wars. And its it's been about, it's, you know, my I, I would probably say, you know, as a kid, you know, I didn't have access to you know, money where I could buy all my figures that I wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You know, things like that. Things like that, you know, the movies is all I had. So, again, I mean, it, I just loved it. Um, and it was hard, too, because I was like, I was different, because you know, my friends weren't into it. Uh, I think my brother and I were probably the only ones who were really into it. Like, my, you know, I hey, I did the girly things, too. Like, what people consider girly, you know, shopping, buying lipstick and all that stuff, but... Uh, I love Star Wars. (laughs) And who would have thought
3: back then that they'd have Star Wars lipstick and makeup nowadays.
1: (laughs) I would have never imagined. Now I can walk into a store and buy, Oh, what?
3: And they were selling out. (laughs) I remember when the,
1: (laughs) yeah, exactly. Like Star Wars shirts and, you know, fashion that, you know, that where you can show your appreciation uh, for this, for the fandom. So it's really, you know, Star Wars has come a long way. Uh, for young girls and uh, and and females, so it has it definitely has come a long
3: way. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, kind of nice little segue. You know, a lot of that goes to you know Carrie Fisher's portrayal of you know Leia. Um, mm-hmm. You're recently part of a very special project, the Looking for Leia documentary. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, what what that is and what your involvement in involvement.
1: Um, okay, so, I mean, Looking for Leia, basically it's it's a documentary that shows um, different women and the many different ways that we um, show our passion for Star Wars. Um, for me, you know, I have my story. Um, you know, there were so many other women, you know, they have stories about... Whether it's podcasting, whether it's about writing, it's basically it's a documentary of women just letting everybody know this is why we love Star Star Wars, this is why we appreciate it, and this is why we need representation of women in Star Wars. Um, one of the things that I've always said, you know, when I got involved with the film, actually I met um, Annalise in Orlando, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, for the uh, for the last um, celebration we were just walking around, we the at a party, she was filming, we just started chatting, she was like, hey, would you like, you know, to interview? <laughs> and it was, <laughs> you know, it was right around the time that, you know, it was just, uh, it had been a couple months that I had lost my mom, so for me, this was just a way for me to just kind of, like, go enjoy myself, and so, I, you know, I shared with me, I, sh- I, sh- I shared with her the story uh, about, you know, a little piece that I had, a little Monopoly piece that I had, a one of my favorite characters, yeah. and so, mm-hmm. you know, I tried to, you know you'll have to wait for documentary to see oh, it and, um but you know i will not share too much but you know i you know i think uh we connected um either my, the, my story it was just you know my story from you know from the beginning to where i am now as a star wars fan uh, i think it resonated with her and so you know she really enjoyed it we got a couple shots um, and a couple months ago, like over the summer, I was on summer break. You know, I got a, I got a text from her. She was like, hey, you know, we wanted to get to do some, a couple uh, shoots with you in New York. I'm ask you some more questions. And I was like, sure, I'm on summer vacation. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'm not too far from New York. I live in Maryland. I'm about maybe two. Uh, it was like a two-and-a-half, three-hour uh, train ride. So I went to New York. We met up and... Um, she asked me a couple questions, more questions. Um, it was just a wonderful experience. It was just, a, just, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing, and I can't wait for everyone to see this documentary. Yeah, um, I think everyone's going to love it.
3: Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. And I know that they uh, previewed some of it at the Geek Girl Con uh, a
4: while back. Ago. Yeah. And
3: I remember yeah. listening to fangirls going rogue, and they said, your part came <laughs> up, and there was not a dry eye in the uh, auditorium. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, so. yeah. yeah yeah so it's again
3: it's um yeah <laughs> any idea when like, it's gonna be released or
1: uh we're, you know we're not sure yet um i think she's still you know just you know trying to um get it out there um I'm, i think she's at the editing phase now so yeah um we'll see because we'll she's going to different have conventions all, all over
3: the country right
1: and oh gosh yeah she was being she met so many different people she was just i mean i don't know i, I she's a phenomenal woman I, was like, I don't know how she did it yeah <laughs> <laughs> she she was all over the place you know i know she had some other people with her as well they worked really hard on that project they yep. worked really really hard and i just can't wait for everyone to see it because they kudos to them because they did an amazing job
3: absolutely yeah definitely go and look for that when it comes out so
1: <laughs> yeah and uh
3: <laughs> So, there's been 40 years of Star Wars now. I mean, there's a lot of uh, great moments. Um, and not just in the movies, but like, you know, the TV shows, uh, mm-hmm. these conventions, you know, in pretty much you could go to the to uh, the mall now and run into, you know, troops from 501st. first, but um, are there certain moments that you'd say are your favorite in the Star Wars fandom that, um, that are real special to you?
1: Just you know, just seeing different people like it doesn't matter, you know what race they are. Just really enjoying this saga, you know. You know, you know when I'm walking around or you know, you know, like let's say for Halloween, just seeing you know little black girls dressed up as Ray and you know little little Asian boys you know dressed up as Kylo. I mean, it's. It's you know it's these kids are like for us you know back then I think a lot of people would have been like I I don't know yeah I I can't dress up (laughs) as Ray but now it doesn't seem to matter it's like hey this is my favorite character I want to be that character
5: oh yeah you know you have
1: you know you have black women who's like hey I'm gonna dress up as Wonder Woman it's not about oh she looks a certain way but this is the this is the character that I love and I'm passionate about it and so I want to cosplay as Wonder Woman you know so now. I think that's what I love seeing. And that's why, you know, whenever I speak to different people, I tell them, this is why representation matters in films. Yeah. Um, you know, especially Star Wars. I know, I sometimes I get a lot of, like, weirdos who will tweet back at me, well, why can't this happen? Like, especially when I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm waiting for a black female lead in Star Wars, and I get all these... Weird yeah. <laughs> tweets to me or messages to me. I'm like, Hey, slow your roll. You know, when I look in, when I, like, you know, you know, cause I tell people like when I look in the mirror, like I know who I, you know, this is who I am. And so this sometimes that's, that's who I connect with as a person. I'm a black female. Of course I want to see myself on the screen, someone who looks like me. So, um, a lot of times, and that's what we need to understand, you know, 42, 40 years of Star Wars, it's like we want, uh, representation um of what the world looks like. Yeah, <laughs> you know when I mean? that topic so, was trending,
3: that I mean that was so amazing. I mean you've seen everybody
1: uh-huh. you know,
3: tweeting that out and Yeah. Uh, just a couple was it a month ago or uh,
1: Yeah, it's I mean it's still you know, it's still it's still out there. Yeah. There's a lot of people like once in a while we're still tweeting about it because it's not something, you know, we pick a day and <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh <laughs> Oh, uh, we quit now. But it's <laughs> something, that I think you know, in our daily lives, that we just need to promote. You know, representation matters in in film, and you know, and one of the things that I remember discussing in uh, the looking for layout film is that it matters who's in that who's in that writer's room. <laughs> yeah. You know, it matters who's behind that camera. You know, who ma- it matters who is producing that film, and I think that's what we need to understand. It's not just about. That scream, but it's not about who's writing these roles, and um, and selecting an array of you know of, of, of different people uh, to be able to play those roles.
3: Exactly, and, and that's why it's so great that the the writers group is. I mean, it's such a diverse uh, group of the um, uh, the, ah, the, they're they're just called the, the story group, right? <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm, I'm I'm drawing mm-hmm. a blank right now, but it's a it's a great diverse. A group of storytellers that are, at least you know, keeping everything going or you know yeah. circulating at least, and you know, yeah. And it's a start. Yeah, it, you know, ways. it
1: matters. <laughs> yeah, it, it is a start. Like you know, it's not perfect um, because we still, like I said, we still need um, different groups represented uh, behind the scenes. Because, like I said, it does matter. Um, yes, we're making progress, but we still have a long way to go.
5: Yeah.
3: And, um, yeah, r- really great points there. Um, so, uh, being that, like, you know, talking about a lot of, uh, female fans and there's a lot of strong female characters in Star Wars, uh, what, what would you say is a, uh, one of your favorite, you know, moments or icon- iconic moments in- by a female character in the, uh, Star Wars universe? I know there's a lot. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, there's a lot, you know. People always find it weird because I tell people, like, you know, I, you know, I've always loved the Empire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, I was like, I love Vader, uh, but as far as females, I mean, Padme uh, was an amazing character, you know, and uh, you know, sometimes, and you know, I'll read about things where people, you know, like she was, you know, she was soft, and, it, and, and it's okay to be soft, but I think when she needed to step up to defend herself and to defend her people yeah she did it she did it and she did it with you know she didn't have to think twice um she did it she, you know she would put her life on the line
5: yeah uh, for, exactly. for her
1: people and for <laughs> me like you know and for me that's that's what made her strong because like she knew when to tone it down you know what i mean like hey hey you that's that's your thing you deal with it uh, but um when she needed to step up to defend herself, pick up a weapon and do what she needed to do, she would do it. Um, I love Padme. You know, I love Ray Sloan obviously. I mean, there's so many different, you know, uh, characters whether they were part of uh, you know, whether they considered dark side, light side, good or, you know, good or (laughs) evil. Um, You know, we, we just love strong female characters. Asajj Ventress. I mean, yes you know she was considered a a, a bad a bad guy but she was amazing yeah Uh, she was an amazing character i mean the you know just the clone wars like made me love her even more um, that's what i'm kind of
3: hoping we see like even a slight a slight turn in the forces of destiny and see some of these you know i guess would they be considered some of the villains but you know, exactly. That, that's still, exactly. Not, you know, that's still there's they're still in a force of destiny, even though they're on the dark side. It'd be nice to see exactly. some of their stories. It might be. And I
1: know, that, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's 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 something. Like I said, this is when we talk about the progress, and we still need. Um, you know, it's it's not perfect. There's so many things that still need to be uh, worked on, but you know, those are some of the things that we're talking about. You know, the focus should just be on, you know, these two, three, four characters each week. Where are the others? Why don't we highlight, you know, our our, our villains? So there's so many different, you know, um, (laughs) characters out there. So, you know, I'm hoping we see them soon on the screen.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, we're now, you know, in crunch time for The Last Jedi. Uh, Less than a month. Uh, I think I posted today, 25 days away.
1: What oh my gosh! Are,
3: what are you most <laughs> looking forward to? Uh,
1: Where do I start? <laughs> oh my goodness! I, you know, a long time remember,
3: ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you had a chance to see, but um, uh, Entertainment Weekly released four new, four different covers. Yeah. that I, they're going to release this week for the last Jedi. Um, there's so many different pictures in there, <laughs> and of course, there's some there's some Excuse stories that. Um, you know, if you read the articles, I mean, there's so many things to think about and to question. It's, I mean, I have so many questions just from the trailers and I'm um, just looking forward to see just um, Ray continuing her journey yeah. and where, where's it going to take her and everyone around her. And, you know, sometimes I saw, so you know, but I, you know, we just want people to ask for me. I, you know, I just want people to, to remain focused. The story is about Ray. It, it is about Ray's journey. And so I'm just looking forward to see where, what happens next. What happens to our heroine next? <laughs> you exactly. know what I mean? And, uh, and Leia as well. What happens now? Um, you know, she's just lost the, the love of her life um, at the end, you know hands of her son. What happens to her? You know, what is, you know emotionally, you know, what happens to her? Yeah. So again, you know, we're we're going to see so many de- you know uh, women, um, you know, and in these roles and just to see what happens to them. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about some of the new characters, uh, Rose, uh, coming along and oh, yeah. I'm excited <laughs> to see her. So again, there's some, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what, you know, what to say. It's just, it's just <laughs> a, again, it's just an exciting time. So much to see because we don't, we think we know but we really don't uh, until, you know, 25 days from now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll, we'll be able will all be trying to, you know, take it all in and just trying to process um, everything that we see on the screen. So I'm excited. I'm excited about you know, many our female characters but definitely Kylo too. What happens to Kylo? Oh yeah, you I mean, know, where's he go from <laughs> You know, from it, exactly, you know, we always talking about this redemption thing, you know, Vader and, uh, what you know, what happens? What if he's not looking for redemption? You know what I mean? So, yeah. again, these are, and for me, I've always tried to Look beyond the mask. You know, I remember I wrote an article um, about um, you know, Vader beyond you know um, beyond the mask. And it's like, okay, so what happens? You know, it's you know he's hiding behind this mask, but aside from that, you know, when we look deep into his soul, is there good in that And yeah. can that good can that good overcome the bad? So again, there's so much, so much to see, and I'm excited. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to see it and be able to share it. You know, with
3: that experience with other Star Wars fans. Exactly. And I can't wait. I mean, like, when the prequels came out and the opening crawl came up, it's like, all right, you you know, we kind of knew some of the backstory, but not too much until we saw the movie. Mm
5: -hmm.
3: But I didn't realize this until Force Awakens was out. Like, you're reading the opening crawl, and it's like, this, I have no idea what they're talking about. (laughs) You know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
0: And especially how they mentioned,
3: like, the first line is like, Luke Skywalker's missing. And I didn't realize this until the second time I saw it, but I'm like, oh my god, my eyes were watery the whole time I was reading it just because I was so like uh-huh. emotional.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, how long did we wait for? <laughs> how long did we wait for another Star Wars film? So oh. again, I think every, I, I mean, I think everybody was just, it, just emotion, it's emotional. Oh, yeah. um, I remember I went, I went with a couple of friends. I mean, it was just like, wow, I can't believe this. Like we're watching Star Wars again. And to she be able to hear the news that hey for the next couple of years we are going to still be getting Star Wars yeah. again. Like where do we even start?
3: It's wintertime, we're gonna get another Star Wars in the spring. <laughs> so it's like
1: Exactly. So, when has that ever happened. <laughs> Exactly. So, again, it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, Disney's, you know, you know. I think a lot of fans. You know, we still have a lot of bitter fans out there oh, yeah. um, about, you know, Disney taking over Star Wars. But I think, overall, they've done a, a tremendous job of uh, continuing the, you know, the, tra- the tradition of Star Wars. Um. So, kudos, kudos to Disney. Yeah, it's like um, Disney. For it... continuing this project.
3: Exactly. And from what I've said, they haven't really... I wouldn't say they've taken over. They're like, you know, we're buying this out, but Lucasfilm, you do your thing. <laughs> and
5: they
1: exactly and, I, exactly. and that's what people don't realize. You yeah. know, it's it's a continuation. It's a continuation. I
3: mean, it's like they're smart enough to realize, all right, you know, George left the company to probably one of the greatest producers ever.
1: Uh, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm.
3: you know, Kathleen Kennedy's obviously doing a great job as the uh, big boss lady. And Disney's
1: like, just yes. do your thing. and. <laughs> Well, uh... I mean, it's you know, like I said, <laughs> hey, I think that we had a there was a hashtag not not too long ago. It's like I I trust KK or something like that. And I'm like, hey, I oh. trust her too. Uh, you know, she hasn't failed us yet. You know, we got the Force awakeners and we got Rogue One. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, that I mean, yes, it was sad, you know, but the end, but overall, it was an amazing film. You know, and I to see Vader again on the screen, my goodness. Exactly. World 1 was just, a, it was just An amazing story And this is what We love to see Again we had a You know a, You know A female You know Kind of like Leading the pack Yeah um, And it was And it was amazing To see And it. It, you know It was It was an amazing story I love the story It was really good So again You know I, I trust um, Kathleen Kennedy And the amazing job That the people Lucasfilm are doing So Oh I do too And you know, I'm excited like, I'm excited When
3: she was getting A lot of uh, Crap You know when you know, the, the direct the direct uh, Philip uh, Lord and Miller were let mm-hmm. go, then Colin Trevorrow were let go. People were like, oh, what's wrong with Kathleen Kennedy? I'm like, maybe she's taking what she's in charge of very seriously, and these guys aren't. Yeah. I mean... <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. And,
3: I mean, they showed uh, that happened even with Rogue One. It wasn't going the way... or I mean, the reports came out that it wasn't going the way they were hoping, so they went to mm-hmm. Gareth Edwards and like, hey, you know, maybe we'll do a couple reshoots, but he was total team player like okay no problem boom awesome movie then you know Samson Miller and Lord oh we don't like what you're doing maybe we need to do this no we want to do it the way we do oh okay nice day have a a good day then (laughs) right 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 yeah I might like I got full trust and faith in uh, uh, Kathleen uh, running yeah for sure
1: yeah I agree I agree (laughs) definitely I support that statement (laughs)
3: oh man uh geez that that's all the questions i have i mean i know we could probably talk for a couple more hours just <laughs> about anything
1: look but... man look, <laughs> no? look I, i'm i'm down to do a black Panther reaction show in february oh
3: well <laughs> you're <I'll>, you're booked <laughs> I'll, I'll pencil you in right now so
1: i'm just I'm, I'm i'm really really excited i you know like i said i just um, you know, I enjoy being a Star Wars fan. Like I said, I took some time away from the committee and I think at some point, a lot of us just needed that. Yeah. Um, it was just so much negativity. It was like, you know, we kept talking about the same things over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> because we didn't have these new films. You know, everybody would just focus on and then we lo- and then and then we and then we lost the Clone Wars I was like, oh my gosh! Yeah, what's Disney doing? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, our lives are over. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's you know, like I said, it's um, it's you know, it's, it's it's amazing. It's amazing just to see um, the transformation where we are now um, as far as Star Wars and, and the fans and and the community. Um, you know, so uh, I'm excited. And that, that, I'm like, excited.
3: Going back to the reason why I want to do this fangirl show is. Like I said I have you and Patty that you know started with the original trilogy. Then, then talking to Jen Marie and Christina, you know they got started with mm-hmm. the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I probably can <clears throat>
5: excuse
3: me uh, talk to some friends' daughters who got in with Clone Wars and Rebels. I mean, that mm-hmm. that is so awesome. Mm-hmm. We got so many different angles and entry points now.
1: Yeah, but. yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> awesome, and, and I love to hear. You know like I said I mean I'm you know I'm 42 no I'm not ashamed to to share that and then when you you know when you're talking with you know some of our you know younger fans and our kid little kiddo kiddos out there who just like just really excited about it so it's like I I I love hearing them because I'm like you know what they're the future. You know what I mean? When you see these little kids, they're excited to see a porn. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're excited about BB 8. I mean. Well, even
3: that, that was I, us, you know, back yeah, then. Exactly. You, know? you can look at it. You know,
1: play, playing with the Millennium Falcon now. It's like yeah. now they have you know, these cool TIE fighters. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, just... They have drones. They have drones now. Now,
3: now, the, now the people that were doing what I was doing,
1: now they're yeah. running
3: Lucasfilm and coming up with.
1: It, Rebels different <laughs> yes I love it so um oh, yeah. you know it's it's I think it's 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 safe to say that Star Wars will continue years to come you know after some of us are all gone Star Wars will always be here oh. um and it would be enough so I'm excited excited to to you know to be a part of it now
3: awesome and I think that's a great uh spot to to end this like or else we'll be talking until Black Panther does come out. But before I let you go, uh, can you let let our listeners know where they can follow you or all the different media of us? Fangirls going rogue. Okay,
1: okay. So you can follow me at Geekchick Nine on Twitter. Um, You can also follow Fangirls Going Rogue on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, (laughs) (laughs) Tumblr.
3: Like We're I said, the busiest place, so. woman in social media.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, if you Google "fan girls going rogue," you'll see all of us. You'll see Trisha, Teresa, Sarah. You'll see myself um, and all of our pages. You know, and you know, just you know, we support out of other people. We definitely support. Um, you know, they, we appreciate um, everyone that support that supports us. So thank you, thank you, everyone.
3: Awesome, and uh, once again, thanks thanks for coming on the show, and definitely have you again on, in February.
1: Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Joey.
3: Alright, we are joined by the amazing blogger, vlogger, podcaster, and what I call queen of Funko Pops collecting, uh, Jen Marie. <laughs> so, uh, Jen Marie, uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
6: Hi, I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. How are you? Oh,
3: I'm very good, and I'm uh, really excited uh, to have you on the show. Uh, like I, I mentioned before, uh, before we started recording, that... Uh, I really, I really wanted to get this uh, fangirl episode out, especially before the new movie comes out, and so I, I put kind yeah. of like a blast. I try to get people from different uh, um, Star Wars, not not just like fandoms, but like uh, different ages too. And because I mean, yeah, Star Wars fans nowadays, especially like either started forty years ago or four months ago. So, um, so when I asked you, I was really excited that you were able to say yes, and um, that we're doing this. So, um, so thank you once again. And, of course. Uh, yeah, before we kind of get into the little Star Wars discussion, I was wondering if you'd want to um, kind of mention uh, this, your sites that you, you, uh, you do. Yeah,
6: so um, my blog is actually called Anakin and his Angel. Um, it's going to be celebrating its 17-year anniversary on the 21st. Yeah, so I started it in 2000. Um and I always tell people the name Anakin as Angel sounds really cheesy, especially because there's not a lot of people in the fandom who take to Anakin and Padme quite well, but I was really young when I started the blog, uh-huh. and um, I just really wanted a place to talk about Anakin and Padme because I really liked um, what I saw from them in The Phantom Menace, and then I also wanted it to be a place to share news about the rest of the prequel movies. And obviously, I mean, it's been around for a long time. Um, I've taken a couple breaks, you know, in between movies, but it's it's always been around. And I like to think of it now more as just like a personal blog where I share all kinds of Star Wars content, Um, anything from fashion and collecting and unboxing videos so it's really um, a general Star Wars blog so I, I'm i really excited that um, I'm going to be celebrating the 17 years next week and I will have um, several giveaways and some new content to share so that'll be fun.
3: Well that's awesome. Correct. Congratulations. Uh, Thank yeah, I, you. I've been following your, your site for a little bit and I didn't realize it was going on that long so that's really cool. And uh, Yeah. Especially like um uh i'm one of the i don't say one of the few but one of the few original uh i grew up with the original trilogy but i love the prequels um i've always thought they're awesome i remember when they came out they actually got high uh ratings (laughs) from a lot of Mm -hmm. the critics then it's kind of like once the popular word got out and then everybody's kind of like following the trend like oh they suck or whatever i i love them um I actually like the Anakin and Padme's little dynamic that she was older than him, you know, Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. than, you know, then the big gap and, he, you know, so, uh, and now, now that, you know, the prequels are, what, they're, Phantom Menace is more than 20 years old now, it's like, now the yeah. young age is the people that are bringing up, so it's like, they're, it's almost getting a second wind in a way that I've seen. It is. Like when... The prequels first came out. Star Wars was getting its second win of the original trilogy, and so no, that's really cool. Um, uh, And you mentioned uh, your your unboxing videos. Uh, I love those. You and your husband are hilarious, (laughs) actually. And I'm not a big
6: (laughs) unboxing video person, but yeah, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. This month, I'm actually. I'm I should be getting the Last Jedi box any day now and I'm oh, I'm so excited to uh, see what's in that box. Yeah. Now he won't be doing that one with me because he likes to stay as spoiler free as possible. Yeah, I saw that so on the just... last one, so Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be joining me for the for the Sith box in January, but I'm I'm still super excited to see what they're going to include in this uh,
3: and, in this uh, box. I, I let go of my subscription and so I was like, oh, I'll just see what the box comes, and I and I saw it, and I actually saw the pop that's coming out, and I was like, Oh, uh-huh. I got, it. and I totally forgot to order it. So, oh <laughs> so, no. <laughs> so we'll see. You know what? Yeah. when They do the past box giveaways, but um,
6: definitely.
3: Uh, speaking of your collection of, of uh, Funko Pops, uh, mm-hmm. like I think that's how I found you on. Uh, uh, I saw you like on uh, Yak Face because I follow them in you know great yeah great Star Wars uh, site for toys and collectibles but um yeah these pops have exploded in the last like couple years it seems like so
6: (laughs) they really have i was just telling my mom earlier today like i feel like funko is making pop upcoming pop announcements like every day now it's it's crazy but it's really cool
3: which is weird because like I i don't follow just i don't collect just a star wars but i do like disney and yeah, Marvel and other, just regular pop culture movies and the Stranger Things ones that are out now. But
6: Oh, um, I know. I love
3: those. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what, being that you collect them a lot, uh, what, what, what would you say your top five uh, Star Wars Funko Pops are?
6: Oh, boy. Um, I know that's hard. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. I have so many that I love. I think, well, I definitely know, like, my absolute favorite one is the Chrome Captain Phasma. From the Force Awakens Smuggler's Bounty Box. Oh,
3: that was the first one, wasn't it?
6: It was. It was the first box. It's crazy. That was like (laughs) two years ago. Nice. That is insane. But yeah, I just love that one because I think it was the first Star Wars Chrome Pop that we might have gotten. And I think she's just amazing. Yeah. Um, I also really like the Queen Amidala Funko Pop. I picked her up at a convention. She was really hard to find. Um let's see. I would have to say Unmasked Vader. I think that one's really unique and I love the detail on that one. Um I also love let's see, what did I say? Three? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can okay. get more for the so, five if you have. It. Yeah, like okay. Um
3: Honorable mention, sir.
6: <laughs> yeah. I also love the Ray GameStop exclusive because she has her um her helmet on, oh yeah, and the little ball. I just absolutely love that. I think it's so cute. Um, and for my fifth one, I'd probably have to say Jabba, because I think it's so cute, and I think it was like the first cute Jabba piece <laughs> of merchandise that I ever saw, and I was like, "What?" And that's what kind of started my cute Jabba collection. <laughs> I have like several pieces. Before so. the
3: plush ones oh. came out,
6: and <laughs> yes, yes.
3: <laughs> it, that one does look like the uh, what, what was the, his son from the Clone Wars movie? That
6: <laughs> oh, Stinky. <laughs> yeah, Stinky or
3: or whatever Ahsoka called him. This.
6: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so and uh,
5: yeah,
3: I I couldn't even. I asked you that question. But I couldn't even. I think really remember what my top top ones would be. Uh, but I'm not being here. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: But, yeah, they got some cool sets coming out. The uh, Those new scenes uh, or moments, I guess what they're called. Or...
6: Yeah, the moments. Those are really neat. Yeah.
5: So I, can't I wait like till the they um, Trash
6: Compactor one because it has the little – I don't even know what that creature is called in oh. the Trash Compactor.
5: Yeah,
3: the little Dianoga or something like that. I yeah.
6: <laughs> so those are awesome.
3: Yeah, I can't wait for that. And, um, so other than Pops, you also do a lot with uh, like Star Wars fashion – yeah. So, and that's on your side. So, I mean, what do you, you kind of like? Just talk about some of the like the, the new clothes that, that are out there. You kind of put your own together, or, or what do you do with that?
6: Yeah, I do something that's called outfit of the day. So, I'll do like a photo shoot of like a Star Wars um, outfit that I put together, and then I'll talk about it. I'll talk about the pieces and um, the style inspiration behind it. I also. Um, have a new well it's not so much new anymore i started earlier this year but i um do like a fashion series called style wars with my friend savannah keeper of the dorky diva so that's where we each take um a star wars piece like the same thing for, like for one of them we did um a scarf so we each took uh the same star wars scarf and styled it in different ways oh, nice. so we do that like um once a quarter so that's been really fun and then um when I get the time I do like to write um some fashion articles every now and then I did one about men's fashion which a lot of people liked because it's hard to still find um stuff for guys that's not (laughs) t-shirts exactly so I am due to do another one because I've I've seen some other cool things that I want to share with um you know the guys out there but, yeah, I really enjoy it. Like, Star Wars and fashion are two of my greatest passions. And one day I was like, why don't I combine these two things together and see what happens? And it's been um, it's been really exciting and rewarding to see how much people have enjoyed seeing those um, kinds of posts on my blog.
3: Oh, yeah, and especially, like, what uh, Ashley Eckstein is doing now with her universe. And, I mean, it's like us guys yeah. I know are super jealous of <laughs> what, what – that uh, she's been putting out in a lot of other companies nowadays. And I know she's mentioned mm-hmm. about, you know, eventually having kind of like a men's or even kind of like a unisex line. So,
6: uh, yeah, our universe, yeah. our universe. Um, I saw the first, our universe piece at, um, box lunch and it's a pork t-shirt and it has a pocket oh, on nice. it. So it's like a, a gray, it's a gray shirt with a pocket and in the pocket are, um, Two little porks and as part of i thought it was just her universe and then i looked more closely at the tag and it said our universe so oh,
3: nice. it's
6: starting to make its way
3: yeah because i know yeah. I, I try to have a at celebration orlando i try to have uh, a few friends pick up the, the unisex ahsoka shirt that she put out
6: oh yeah but
3: those <laughs> anything her universe and ahsoka i know especially a celebration goes goes out like hotcakes so <laughs>
6: I know, and it recently, that shirt, was it the Forces of Destiny shirt you're talking about?
3: No, I think there's another one that uh, okay. Dave Filoni uh, designed.
6: Uh, oh, yeah. Just yeah. for
3: uh, the, her universe, for that particular uh, celebration. The Forces of the Destiny one, I, I, I'd i order that one. The, uh, that one's really cool, too.
4: It
6: is, yeah. I really like that one, too.
3: Alright, and like you mentioned, uh, I, I really enjoy what you do with Savannah Kiefer. She's, uh, I listen to her show, too, and it's, it's it's always good here. In my opinion, like I like hearing, uh, like the female point of view, and uh, like I listen to, like I said, with uh, her show, and like Fangirls Going Rogue, and mm-hmm. so that's why I really wanted to do this
5: episode. So. Uh,
3: yeah, and that's really cool. So I guess we'll uh, we'll get to some of the cliche Star Wars questions, since you know <laughs> it's the season of the Force. At, well, not at Disneyland anymore, but. <laughs> I but, wish <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> well, the new Star Tours started, so hopefully, I'm looking forward to seeing that next month. Oh yeah, new destinations. Or, um, so, uh, like you mentioned before, like uh, you know, you kind of probably came in with the prequels. But when did it actually like first hit you that uh, like okay, I, I get it, I'm a Star Wars fan now. You know, it's starting now. So, uh, when when did you first realize that?
6: Um, I mean, I loved the original trilogy when I saw it in nineteen ninety seven I you know I started collecting things and I would like you know my little girl like dress up time started becoming more like Star Wars like I would dress up like Princess Leia and stuff. But I didn't feel like I was a hardcore fan until after I saw The Phantom Menace. Um, there was just something I, I still don't know what it was, like to this day. There was something that just really struck me And I was so, I think, I don't know. I think part of it was that it was a prequel and we were going to find out about one of my favorite characters, like the rest of his journey. And that part fascinated me. And like I said, I really liked the, um, you know, the Anakin and Padme um, story that was set up in that film. But I remember after The Phantom Menace, like I totally transformed my room into everything star wars (laughs) like i was just yeah i became a really hardcore collector and i've been collecting since that movie basically so
3: and according to your boxes, you don't unbox anything right
6: (laughs) no not really um it was funny the other day i picked up bb9e funko pop Uh and i unboxed him but the only reason I unboxed him was because my bb is unboxed. But that was by accident because I stepped on it. <laughs> oh, nice. So I had to open it. It didn't look right. So I have a couple <laughs> of things that are unboxed. But for the most part, yeah, I like to keep them mint.
3: <laughs> yeah, in my Star Wars community, that's always a big <laughs> discussion debate. It seems like every yeah. couple weeks. And everybody, like, open them don't open number. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, uh... So what would you say, and this doesn't have to be like movies, this could be, you know, with the animated shows, or even like, uh, maybe like a Disney experience, but what would you, what was, that? Yeah. <laughs> sorry, uh, what would you yeah, say your favorite Star Wars moment is, that really like, sticks out to you?
6: Oh my gosh. Oh, that is so hard. I don't know if I could just pick one. We could um, pick a couple. I know. Yeah, <laughs> let me just think. Like a few that um, come to mind are. Now this is gonna sound funny because everybody knows how I feel about Luke. <laughs> like I'm not the biggest fan of Luke, but the scene that first comes to mind is Luke looking out at the twin suns.
3: Oh yeah,
6: I love that scene. There is just so it's so beautiful, and. You know, I don't know. I just feel and like everything about it. Yeah. It's just one of the most amazing moments in Star Wars, I think. Um, I also love the scene when Vader and Ahsoka meet again in the um, Rebels season two finale. That was so <laughs> emotional. I've watched that episode so many times. I just love it so much. And it's just. I wish that I could, like, sit every Star Wars fan down and be like, you need to watch these cartoons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of people do, but, oh, my gosh, like, the Star Wars fans who don't, they have no idea what they're missing. Like, there is so much more depth than you would expect from, like, your average, you know, cartoon. Oh,
3: yeah, and i, I was uh, been uh, Instagram texting a, another uh, a podcaster that just started Rebels, so he's like, I don't, know, I don't know what took me so long with this, but it's so awesome. And he's talking about, yeah. like, season two. He's like, I haven't seen season one yet. I'm like, no, you gotta... You oh, gotta, my
6: gosh. You have to watch yeah. them in order.
3: He's like, Ahsoka's <laughs> back and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no. But her, the way they reveal her, you know, yes. the way Kanan reveals that like, he's a Jedi. I'm like, I like, these are st- these scenes that, like, Star Wars fans are like, oh, my God, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> he's like... Yeah. So I told him before you go past season two, I'm like, go to season one, even if you gotta check out the the new Disney app. And <laughs> as I said they, they do get better as they go, so. but, uh, Definitely. Which, and I I I was hooked on it since the beginning. I, I I know the big debate at the time was oh Clone Wars is way better, but to me Clone Wars took a while to get going. Hmm. And I thought by the time they did Rebels, they're like, all right, it's a cartoon, but it's not Kitty, so we know what we're doing. And, uh, I, lo- yeah, I love.
5: Yeah, I love Rebels. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I think I still like. I think I still like Clone Wars better. Yeah. But I, I love Rebels. I love, man, just the fact that they brought Ahsoka back and seeing her and just where she's at in her life. Is and just, how they even
3: brought back like Matt Latner to you know just to say one line. I know. You know oh my or gosh! Two lines. Oh, that
6: was so amazing. I know a
3: lot of like the Clone Wars fans were like, oh, that that hurt the most that it was actually his voice. <laughs>
6: I know, and to see her reaction, it was yeah. just so real. Dave Filoni is brilliant. Oh
3: yeah, yeah he is. It's just and brilliant. Just hearing him, ex- uh, yeah. I could. <laughs> that's a whole different show. <laughs> we could, I can do just. A, I know. Yeah, <laughs> and like the special. same for
6: like favorite Star Wars moments. Like I could just keep. I could just keep listing them. Yeah. I don't feel like I have like even three favorites. There's too many.
3: Oh yeah, and I mean I could name probably ten from Rebels alone. <laughs> I know. Even from the last episode, I, I thought it was great. So, Hare is one of my favorite characters, oh, yeah. like all time. Already I know. Now,
6: so. <laughs> Definitely.
3: So, um. Oh man. So, uh, already uh, had a question, but you already answered that <laughs> about your uh, mm-hmm. blog when you started that. So. Um, oh yeah. And going back to uh, different scenes, like, uh, you know, for forty years, Star Wars has had some very strong. Uh, female characters, uh, you know, starting obviously with uh, Princess Leia and you know with Mon Mothma, just and you know Padme, and but uh, what would what would you say your favorite scene or moment from a female character is in the Star Wars? I mean, you could go even to the animated because there's been great moments in there too. So
6: yes, definitely. We uh, can oh name a couple. Too. I know there's a
3: lot.
5: Okay,
6: <laughs> yeah. Um, one of them would definitely have to be when uh, Rey force pulls uh, the lightsaber towards her oh, yes. and like properly holds it for the first time. That is just such an overwhelming moment.
3: Again, with the music, too, building up.
6: I know. It's always that music. <laughs> it gets you. Thank you, John Williams. Um, I know. It's just so overwhelming because, oh, my gosh, she conquers her fears and make such a bold stand because it's something that she didn't want to do. She was so afraid to take that next step.
3: Yeah. And, and she was thrown against a tree. So she was hurt too. I mean,
6: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, like, yeah. Um, that, oh
3: man. Yeah, I, I, I gave I a It, just, it really she...
6: impacted me. And I wrote a whole post about that. Like, um, I just, man, I don't even know how to describe that, but it was just Cause I deal with anxiety yeah. and to me it seemed I saw a lot of that in her like oh, yeah. she knew that she needed to move past what she's been holding on to forever and take that next step to something new for her even though she was definitely afraid of it yeah and I think I know that impacted so many people because it was just it was such a big emotional moment
3: well yeah and it even started when maz told her like you know the truth you know who you're waiting for is not coming you know you need and to look she's forward like
6: crying like she yeah. knew and, and I, she I, waited all those years
3: exactly i mean i can see how that could relate to anybody exactly
6: yeah
3: oh man yeah i love that <laughs> mm. oh was there any other ones or
6: um oh that's really hard <laughs> don't know i can't think yeah. of any off the top of my head
3: yeah I, cause, it's funny because i was thinking of, like what my answers would be and uh going back to the animated show i mean I, yeah anything with like the ray especially the revelations that she had towards the end of the movie but uh, for myself uh, one I, I think would be when uh, sabine is being trained with kanan and she just finally lets it all out you know after three years of
6: oh that was so good yeah. i totally forgot about that <laughs>
3: I, that, that's one uh, out of many that's the one that's stick and going back to not John Williams but Kevin the music that kind of I'm a big fan of Star Wars music as you can tell so
1: yes yes
3: um, and like I mentioned before I think we're like we are in the last even before Force Awakens came out I, I felt that you know we have been in the age of the fangirl like uh, fangirls have just kind of like came out and like you know what I'm owning this you know Star Wars I'm not you know I don't need my little princesses or anything give me a strong general and what do you think what do you think started that or uh doesn't have to be like star wars related but it just seems like it happened all of a sudden and uh for i think for the better obviously but i think they yeah
6: for think? me i think um when her universe was founded mm-hmm. in 2009 it was a huge deal because it gave me a way to express my love of Star Wars in a way I hadn't been able to before Yeah. Um, especially because I love fashion and I express myself through it like very passionately so when I was able to wear um, Star Wars pieces that were intended for females that was just that meant everything to me yeah and, and it
3: wasn't like foo ish either too it was like you know, yeah. con- con solo pants and you know kind of I like know, strong, you know.
6: <laughs> and she continues to surprise and amaze everybody Yeah, I mean it's been so many years and there's still so many incredible new um styles and and, and pieces that we've been you know always like secretly hoping for okay. so that was probably my
3: um my moment and that, that's a great one. Ashley is great. Like, I mean, she she wasn't even a designer, right? She just, I, I would wear that. And yeah. I, I need something to wear to premiere and I don't want exactly. to go to Target. <laughs>
6: so, I know. So, uh, so, yeah. Awesome.
3: And, uh, wow. Uh, so we are now less than a month away from the last Jedi. Uh,
6: oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm so excited.
3: What are you <laughs> most excited to see or hoping to see or?
6: oh okay um i love (laughs) ray and kylo and i i'm just super excited to see where their stories lead there's been some people um theorizing you know what if they work together but they still say on their you know the sides that they believe in i think that would be so cool
5: yeah Uh,
3: especially the last trailer that came out really lead like Ray's not liking her training. Kylo's not getting along with Snoke, so.
6: <laughs> I know I love that. I really want to see them interact together more. So I'm really curious about that. And Forgs, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Forgs. I cannot wait to see them. I hope they have like a decent amount of screen time. <laughs> I hope they're not evil because I'd cry. Because they got
3: sharp <laughs> little teeth. And... <laughs>
6: Yeah, and because it seems like Chewbacca eats one. I'm like, why would you eat one? That's
3: what I was telling people. I'm like, they're like, no, he's there on his, his, uh, on the dashboard. I'm like, if you watch the the uh, behind-the-scenes reel that was shown at D23, he's got a feather on his mouth, you know?
6: Yeah, like, what is that about? Like, are there evil ones, like the gremlins (laughs) or something? Like, I don't know.
3: Or, yeah, I kind of, I don't know. I have a little, I'm not on the pork train yet, but, you know, I had to get the pork, I had to get the, uh, Chewy holding the pork pop. Then I'm like, "I love that." Pop. Okay, I got the regular pop. Then I'm like, "Okay, I saw the flocked one. I got that one too." I'm like, "I guess I am a little bit, but um.
6: yeah, you are. You are.
5: <laughs> <laughs> But
3: I think I'll, I'll just say this real quick. I think because uh, mm-hmm. you know Han, Han said in Return of the Jedi, "Oh, always thinking with your food, you know, always thinking with your stomach or whatever." So he sees uh, all these little birds, yeah. <laughs> little penguin things, and he's by himself. So I'm thinking maybe... So what if
6: he just, like, accidentally eats one? I
3: think so. But then being that he's on a, a Octu... Octu? 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 We'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, um... <laughs> I think there's something about them where they're Force-sensitive. And so oh. I think after he eats one, he, he he sees another one or something. And I, I don't want to say, but... Whatever, but, uh... I think he feels a connection with a Force, and maybe even a connection with, uh... Han in my. I don't know.
6: <laughs> that's an interesting theory. I haven't heard that before. Yeah,
3: so I don't know. That's one of my many little. Because he's. Car- I mean, everything you see him in on merchandise is he's holding it like a bed. But, uh, or like yeah, really that's close true. to him. Then the scene. It's on the mm-hmm. dashboard, close to where Han w- would sit on them Falcons. So I don't know. That's just one of my,
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> my little deals there. But yeah. I guess we'll see in less than a Falcon. month.
6: <laughs> I know. Damn. I can't believe it come up all of a sudden so fast
3: (laughs) and another thing before we know uh galaxy's edge will be opening at disneyland i know disney world so uh (laughs) what are you most excited for about that you go you go to the park right
5: uh, yes
6: yes i love disneyland (laughs) (laughs) um let's see i'm really excited because they said it's gonna be completely immersive, that everybody who is running that park is going to be like part of the story. They're gonna be dressed the part. And I think that is gonna be so cool. Like, I'm probably just gonna wanna hang out there all day. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. And I secretly have a hope for a Star Wars version of the small world ride. I think it would be really cool to go through like all these different eras of the films and cartoons oh
5: that'd be cool
6: like see it all (laughs) together i don't know i feel like you always need like a relaxing ride to like just chill out for a bit and i think it would be if they did that it would be visually amazing
3: especially since the two rides that they have are going to be big (laughs) e-ticket and like yeah high adrenaline going so well that's cool yeah i can't wait for that either um I, know. I wish it
6: was next year. I know. It was
3: open. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> they're going to because since they haven't announced uh, celebration yet, uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe by this spring they might announce uh, where celebration will be. And I, uh, I think it'll be in Anaheim again. And they're going to open Galaxy's Edge around that. That's what I'm hoping, anyways. But in yeah, 2019, about March or April. Yeah, so.
6: I feel like it has to be in Anaheim.
3: Oh yeah, and I think that's why they <laughs> haven't announced it yet because they're waiting to. All right, we will be done in April. We will de- be done in March. So then, though, yeah, that's just what I'm hoping for, anyways. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I guess before we uh I'll let you go, uh, you also uh do a podcast, uh, Force Colt. Uh,
5: yeah.
3: Can you uh talk about that a lot? Because you guys are, I'm uh I'm sorry if I'm wrong, but you guys are kind of attached to like the making Star Star Wars uh, website or.
6: We were until recently. Oh, okay. Um, so we're kind of just on our own on SoundCloud and iTunes uh-huh. now. But yes, it's um, myself, um, Travis, and Jip. And we get together every week to talk about what's going on in the Star Wars world. And it's really, like, it's super chill. Like, I compare it to sitting on a couch and chatting with friends about Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's why I enjoy Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, because they are... Our amazing podcasts already that are like more I don't want to say more on the professional side because I don't want to make us sound like we're not professional but more
3: like news um, like uh, yeah because that's how I kind of describe uh, our show Um, there's a lot of great Disney podcasts out there and they're I mean they're Mm
5: -hmm.
3: daily news about the parks about everything and we try to break as much news uh, it depends on how close something comes out to when we're recording but what what yeah. what we do, and I kind of sense what your guys show is, because because I enjoy it, and it's it's basically getting together with friends, talking about yeah. what you love, and that's kind of your fix for the week, you know? Because exactly. <laughs> so and that's why that's why I enjoy it. Force cold it's like just oh, um, hey, let talk. What's going on, Alan?
6: <laughs> oh, I'm glad you like it. And yeah, your and guys because like, uh, like we play games, and we do like really hilarious Star Wars no, script reading. Yeah, your reenactments. I was about have about to
3: say that is hilarious. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I work Graveyard, so I, that's why I listen to my uh, podcast a lot when uh, I work at the airport. And So, yeah, I'm just, sometimes I'm just walking around doing my work, and I'm just buzzing out laughing. People are lo- looking at me like, what's wrong with, like, they think I'm listening to music, but I'm, I'm like, I'm just listening to shows. But, yeah, your guys' yeah. reenactments are hilarious. So.
6: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, they're fun. So, yeah, um, that's basically what we're about, and we do have um, special guests from time to time. And again, we're on um, SoundCloud and iTunes.
3: Awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. before I let you go, uh, if any of our listeners want to, you know, follow your adventures through Star Wars Galaxy, either fashion or your unboxing videos, where, where can they uh, follow you at or find you?
6: So my blog is Um And then Instagram and Facebook, it's also Angel except for Twitter, I'm at Across the Stars because Anna and Angels too long. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "What else could I?" And I was like, "Across the Stars, perfect." Awesome song. <laughs> yes, I love that one.
3: Well, January, thank you very much uh, once again for joining us. I really enjoyed that talk, and um, who knows, maybe I'll see you at a uh, Galaxy's Edge here sometime soon.
6: <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: Now we're back, and I'm really excited to be talking with our next fangirl because we've been friends for a while now, um, but we've never met in person. Uh, We've met through the Skywalking Through Neverland uh, page and community, and uh, we're both um, admin uh, on their Facebook group page. So I'm really happy to have Patty, who also does the uh, Everyday Fangirl blog, onto the show. Uh, How are you doing, Patty? Thanks for coming to the show here.
0: I'm fine, Joey. How are you? Oh, Thank you very, for having me. Oh,
3: absolutely. I'm uh, doing very good and uh, like I told you before we started recording is like when I put the show together I'm like I wanted to get, you know, a different variety of uh fangirls and you know, you were one of the first ones I thought of just how and in, do in, involved in, you know, the skywalking posts and fangirls going rogue posts and then just your uh you know, just your regular Twitter page. I mean you're you're pretty busy and <laughs> So, I'm like, you know, I got to have Patty on the show. So, um,
0: I uh, do my best. Oh,
3: yeah, you do a great job, too. But uh, can can you tell us about uh, your blog that you have?
0: Okay, I have a blog called Everyday Fangirl Blog. I've been blogging on there for almost five years. Oh, wow. And I do a ser- series of interviews with fangirls and also fanboys who support fangirls. Oh, nice. Plus, in addition, every once in a while, I get, um, authors of science fiction romance and science fiction and mystery to also do interviews with me
3: oh very cool and and uh you say you've been doing that for five years now i'm sure (laughs)
0: almost five yeah almost five years five years i think in March.
3: oh wow very well congratulations that's (laughs) the time just flies by i guess with uh (laughs) doing all that
0: sure it is oh yeah
3: and um like like i mentioned too we're also really involved in the uh the Skywalking community. but um, So how, how long would you say you've been a, a fan of Star Wars?
0: Uh, since four, over 40 years, since 1977. I saw it in the theater at the premiere in Detroit.
5: Oh,
3: wow. My
0: mom won tickets. So I was like one of the first ones in Detroit to get to see it.
3: Oh, sweet. And been hooked ever since. Huh?
0: <laughs> you got it. Oh, and man. Princess Leia is the one that convinced me it was... Dull worth investing my time in and never looked back
3: oh yeah and uh, definitely a great i mean i mean we, we talk about role models and i mean not not just to women but just you know i know she's a big role model to men too but just how uh, carrie fisher really portrayed uh, princess leia at a young age too was just you know 19 yeah yeah, just insane so uh i um, going to uh, uh going back to like carrie uh I mean, th- this is one of the last questions I was going to ask, but I'll kind of jump it up. But, you know, okay. wh- are you really, what are you expecting or hoping to see from her character uh, in The Last Jedi um, when it comes out? Well, just based
0: like... on the trailers, I, asp- I assume there's a lot of emotional um, tugging going on. Oh. I know I'm, I'm probably going to be crying in the theater. I, I just know it.
3: Oh, I bet. <laughs> I don't think you'll be alone either. I mean... But I
0: do like her interaction with Poe. The last, the last uh, TV spot made me think that there's going to be some really funny moments with her and Poe.
3: I hope so because, I mean, if if you've been following the the comics or the at least the Shattered uh, Empire when that came out, wait no, yep. no the po, and the Poe series also. I mean he he's been around or she's been around since he was before he was born. So I, I really hope they do play more with that uh, relationship between them. And uh
0: Correct, and that's based on the T V spot, I think they I think they are, so
3: Yeah, on uh, that one uh behind the scenes spot where he's just, just holding her, you know, kinda of like,
0: like yes, like, Oh you're my same. aunt,
3: you know, I love you and uh
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> but especially Don't
0: ever leave me. I know, that's exactly what I feel. <laughs> I didn't want her to leave us, but she did.
3: Yeah, and and every clip that they've shown is just like Ugh. heartbreaking <laughs> you know, then putting her right in the middle of the poster. I mean, I know that that hit a lot of people too and but I I hope it's more of a I'm trying to going to go go in more of like a I know it's going to be sad, but it's like I want I want to celebrate, you know, Carrie and I know that's what she well, would like, well, yeah. so.
0: <laughs> and her character of course.
3: Oh, absolutely. And um have have you read I haven't have you read the book that's out now or the the, book.
0: Uh, the print. yeah, I read the Princess Leia book,
3: yes. Okay, what did you think of that? I haven't got to read it yet, so
0: Um, I, I would listen to it on through Audible, so oh, okay. uh, it was a really good read. I I was I really enjoyed it.
3: Oh awesome. Uh, yeah I'm definitely I am really <laughs> I'm really uh take takes me a long time to read books, even takes me a long time to go through audiobooks, so I'm still halfway through the Ahsoka so which oh wow well. which I yeah, got yeah, that yeah, like the day it came out that's so. a really
0: good book
3: <laughs> yeah I, I really liked it especially with Ashley doing the voice for uh, well everybody so but <laughs> <laughs> but um but especially Ahsoka oh yeah exactly <laughs> alright now we're joined by a uh, blogger uh, and member of the 501st
5: uh,
3: uh, Star Wars costuming group uh, Christina uh Tristan, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
7: Great! Thanks for having me.
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, we've we've been uh, commenting on peop- each other's tweets once in a while, and once I saw you became a member of the five hundred first, I'm like, okay, I got to have you on the show because I wanted to get <laughs> a member. I'm a big fan of the entire Star Wars costume uh community. I have friends in the Rebel Legion and Saber Guild. So um, nice. That's that's pretty awesome. Then. Yeah, I remember I read on uh, your blog that, like, you started off as a... Uh, was it just kind of like a daily life blog that turned into a Star Wars blog? Or how, how'd that happened? It happen?
7: was. It was. I started a blog because I love reading blogs. Yeah. And I usually read just kind of lifestyle blogs. And then I also read Star Wars ones. And I thought, oh, well, I could do that. And I tried to, like do both of them together, so half the posts are just kind of lifestyle, and then Star Wars just started taking over.
3: (laughs) Star Wars became life.
7: (laughs) It did, and so I just decided just recently actually to start a Star Wars focused blog, and it's not even up yet. Oh, nice. I'm doing the finishing touches right now, but I've moved my Star Wars posts over there, and I'm actually blogging about um, what I do with the 501st, and all the, the various events that we do so oh, awesome breaking news <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully that'll be up by the beginning of december is is my hope oh, so awesome.
3: and uh yeah. so in your in your first vlog you kind of mentioned uh that you relate to the star wars party i guess uh <laughs> what what uh hit you or when, when did you realize you you actually became a star wars fan
7: uh, yeah, well, I grew up knowing that Star Wars existed, but I always thought it was, you know, my older cousin. It was his thing, and I just kind of, you know, left it at that. But when I was around 15 or 16, um, Attack of the Clones was going to come out, and I saw a magazine cover. And I had no idea that Phantom Menace had come out or anything. <laughs> and I saw this magazine cover, and it was like, you know, is Anakin, Padme, and Obi Wan. And I was like, these guys are beautiful. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> and I looked into it. What is this medieval
3: movie? I was movie. like, what <laughs>
7: what is this? Why is this on the cover of a magazine? Who are these people? And I started researching and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's Star Wars and I was really intrigued because I'd always been interested in Darth Vader. Yeah. And I wanted to know, what was his backstory? Like how is he a father like what kind of a woman would be with him <laughs> <laughs> and so I got really into the prequels and um I just started my journey but it was kind of kind of late for me I didn't you know grow up with with this big love for it but I've been you know all in since then oh
3: awesome yeah that, uh, I, I think I know what's your what uh was that the entertainment weekly or I, I probably have a whole collection of like when the prequels came out of all the magazines.
7: So. I think it was a Star Wars Insider. Oh, okay,
3: yeah, probably they did but a lot of the great behind was, the scenes.
7: Yeah, yeah, and I I bought the magazine. I still have it, <laughs> and I was just like, "Well, this is fascinating." And, you know, I love I love a good origin story. Oh, so yeah. They really they got me there. And
3: I mean, say what people say what they want about the prequels, but it is a really good origin story. And not, not just, you know, about Anakin, even though that's the primary focus, but, like, I always grew up... Uh, I grew up with the original trilogy. I, I love the prequels. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll admit, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm an original trilogy person, but I love the prequels. You know, I love the new the new, tr- the new uh, saga that's coming out. But uh, I've always loved Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, mm. so, you know, he's a, the, you know, the old grandpa wizard guy. Then seeing him young, and when he was cast as a young man like right that's right when like train spotting came out and another movie mm-hmm. with McGregor and i was already a big fan of his as an indie actor and i'm like that is perfect the perfect actor to play him and he played him brilliantly so um,
7: oh absolutely
3: so, and i hope he does the trilogy of obi-wan if that ever does get made so <laughs> <laughs> that's on my wish list oh i know me too <laughs> yeah. but anyways uh going back uh you mentioned the 500 first um mm-hmm. Uh, love, love that group. Love the everything that, you know, bad guy is doing good. That's so awesome.
5: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
3: I, I, I've heard it is a grueling process to actually get in. Can you explain some of that process?
7: Yes. It is, it is not easy. <laughs> um, well, they their goal is to look like they've come out of the movie screen. Yeah. And so they strive for just an immense level of accuracy with each costume. And in order to join, you have to have a costume that lives up to their standards. And they, thankfully, have so many great resources. Yes. Uh, You go go to their website, 501.com, and then you can view all the approved costumes. They have them organized by what they call detachments. So all the officer costumes are in one spot, all the variations of stormtroopers, all the Sith Lords. And then you jump on, um, they have forums for each detachment, and you can uh, meet with other people in the group and source costume pieces from various places, but then you actually do have to build your own costume. And thankfully, there are tutorials and (laughs) uh, what they call armor parties where people get together and help each other. And, you know, eventually, depending on the level of difficulty, you'll, you know, you'll get there. And um, thankfully, it's a very welcoming and helpful community and everyone, um, you know, goes out of their way to help other people and they love welcoming new people into the fold. So it's not as intimidating as it could be, (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it's definitely a complex process.
3: Well, that's cool. And I mean, we talk about intimidating. I mean, if you go to any convention nowadays and you see, I mean, any, any trooper or, you know, X-wing pilot, or you know, evader, It's like, oh my! You just stepped right off the screen. So, um, I, mean, I, I, I love that they do have the uh, strict guidelines because, I mean, you see the you know the kids running up to these characters like you know <laughs> they look just like out of the movie. Um, what, mm-hmm. So, what uh, what what do you? What's your costume? What do you do?
7: Um, I started off with Juno Eclipse oh, from yeah. the Force Unleashed video game. Nice. I thought, oh, that looks you know, like a simple costume to get myself in the door. Um, It wasn't as simple as I thought, (laughs) (laughs) but that's, that was my first one. I've already got a second one. Um, It's a Imperial bridge crew. Um, It's, that's actually the simple costume, but it's the base for, I believe, five different costumes. Oh, nice. So I'm just, you know, working up and, (laughs) you know,
3: (laughs) And uh, can you tell some of the listeners what the events are like? Because, I mean, you guys go a little bit from, like, baseball games to Mm
7: -hmm. hospitals.
3: Uh, I mean, what what have you done uh, so far?
7: Uh, Well, I'm in San Diego, and so I'm part of the Imperial Sands Garrison. They have different garrisons (laughs) for different regions. And we do so many fun things. We've done uh, the Padres baseball game. We've done um, some different charity walks. We did a buddy walk for Down Syndrome awareness and research. Uh, we've done several uh, they call them troops oh, yes. <laughs> with uh, Make-A-Wish. So that was, that was really fun to do the Make-A-Wish.
3: And I, and I know see- that. Yeah, I know the Make-A-Wish is one of <laughs> all the, uh, one of the big charities like around the country for a, uh, one of the favorites, I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. of a lot of the patients. So that's awesome.
7: Yeah, the Five First and Make-A-Wish work you know very closely, and we had one troop recently where a child wanted to meet a stormtrooper and make a wish. Said, "Okay, well, we're actually going to send him to Disney World." Oh, nice. But they asked they asked our garrison to come, and they decked out their headquarters, the San Diego Make a Wish headquarters. It's two stories, and the first story was all decorated as hot oh, cool. and. <laughs> All the people, you know, that work at Make-A-Wish, they invited, I think they invited about 200 people to show up. And yeah. everyone dressed up in character. Downstairs was the Death Star. And they had the, the child battle Darth Vader and battle Darth Maul and <laughs> um, go through all these fun tasks. And eventually they gave him tickets to go to Disney World. And, wow. It was just – there's just something so moving and fulfilling about being a part of that.
3: Oh, yeah. I, I, I'd bet. Um, I was uh, a small part at, at a local um, Saber Guild uh, group over here in wow. Sacramento. And um, I'm not part of the group. I've been trying to, but it's my, my scheduling is just not allowed for practice. Mm.
5: Uh, but
3: when they came, uh, I actually had the day off on a day they went to uh, – May the 4th, they went to one of the hospitals up here. So I'm like, hey, if you need anybody just to take pictures, or you know, I, I volunteered myself. And I mean, just walking through the uh, the hospital, just following these, you know, uh, guys dressed like Jedi, and uh, one of the ladies as a Sith, and but the kids' faces light up. Everybody, mm-hmm. the the workers, I mean, uh, they were more excited than the kids. And uh, anytime you see, like, then like what you said, how there had 200 people and. I mean, it's like anybody hears anything like, oh, we're doing something Star Wars. Everybody wants to be part of it. So, <laughs> that That is really awesome. Uh, yeah, that's so cool. Uh, and you've mentioned on your blog that you're a former Disneyland uh, cast member. Is that right?
7: Yes, that's oh, right. Awesome.
3: Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, this is kind of a two-part question, but uh, the first <laughs> one is, uh, where, where in the park did you work? And uh, the second part is... If you still worked there, being that you're a big Star Wars fan now, would you have tried to work in one of the Star Wars areas? If you could.
7: <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, let's see. I worked in attractions. I actually worked on the train that goes around the perimeter of Disneyland.
5: I was oh, a conductor. Classy.
3: Oh, that's awesome. I could, so, I, yeah. I got to have you on uh, my <laughs> other friend's podcast. Who He's a big, all aboard. Uh, we'll get that later. <laughs> but he would <laughs> oh, love that. Fun, <laughs>
7: yeah Yeah, no I did that and then actually my favorite thing was they have all the attractions cast members from time to time uh, do what they call guest control um, for the parades and for the fireworks oh yeah And that's what I did most of the time, just because it was so much fun to interact with all the guests (laughs) from all over the world. Oh, I bet. And, yeah, I was the one saying, you know, okay, keep moving through the walkway, and, you know, you can watch the parade here, but not there. Just
5: walk slowly, but... but...
7: (laughs) Yes, yes, please don't run. But it was so much fun just interacting with everyone and, you know, getting to hear stories of families, and it just... Being
3: at Disneyland. Oh, the time. yeah, that's what I always but, wanted to do when I was a young kid. I wanted to, and I'm in my late 30s, so I grew up like just one park, you know. Uh,
5: mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And but, I always wanted to do the Jungle Cruise because at the time, you know, I was, you know, being the Jungle Cruise skipper would be awesome. But at the time, they were the, uh, at the only ones that kind of, or the ones I noticed that were directing traffic during the Electric Parade. And mm-hmm, still, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. So.
7: <laughs> oh, so I worked with so many Jungle Cruise skippers. Oh, they have yeah. the best stories.
3: <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh,
7: let's see. If I worked there now, I would definitely want to do something Star Wars, especially now they have the different name tags and yes. all the merchandise. <laughs> and, you know, I would try and finagle my way to do Galaxy's Edge.
3: That oh, I would, bet. Oh, we just found out the name of the, the planet now today. Did you hear that?
7: Oh, I did. Did. I don't know that I can pronounce it,
3: don't I I, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, saying, I'm going to say it wrong, but it's like, is it Butt or bay, bay 2 or something?
7: Your guess is as good as mine.
3: Was it? Yeah, so, yeah, Galaxy's Edge has a new name. Or not a new name, but a planet. So, yeah, that was just announced I know, today.
7: That, that's big. That yeah. Is, like, significant news.
3: So, yeah, because I guess they just started the new uh, Last Jedi scene on Star Tours today.
7: Yes. You know, I was at Disneyland last night and I thought, Oh man, <laughs> we'd stay one more day.
3: Oh I know, I'm, I'm gonna be there down in the like second week of next month, so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. So <laughs> Nice. Well, um I guess speaking of Galaxy's Edge, uh Batu or whatever <laughs> whatever it's called, uh, <laughs> what are you most looking forward to when uh the land opens?
7: I'm looking forward to the interaction
3: uh, between yeah.
7: the guests and the cast members. Um I don't know. Well, you were probably there a couple years ago in Adventureland they had this like treasure hunt Indiana Jones type thing oh yeah and you could get the uh what were they called like the little token things um and you had to like go on like this quest through Adventureland and it was so much fun
3: and that's when he was like and, running through the streets and the buildings too wasn't he yeah,
7: yeah. yeah. and i'm imagining and hoping that maybe that's something that they're gonna put into play with Galaxy's Edge, but I'm just, I'm so excited because they said the cast members are gonna, they're gonna have, like, some type of information about you, and you can interact with them in that way, and you can, like, be a part of this world, and that's what I'm looking forward to, is the immersion of you know you become part of the galaxy.
3: Yeah, it goes goes from, you know, being a kid playing with your toys on on your bed to now you're in a giant 14-acre land and <laughs> running away from the empire or, for, ah. or first order, <laughs> you know, that's like Yeah, that does sound pretty awesome.
7: Oh, yeah, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hopefully like I I mean, I know we we can't wait for the the park to open, but it's like, oh, hopefully that's just a phase 1 cuz you know when they do a phase 2, but I, baby steps first, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Yes. And being, uh, like I said, uh, Star Tours just unveiled the uh, Last Jedi scene uh, at both parks. Um, what are you most excited for when the movie comes out in less than a month now? Or, man, less than a month. That's crazy.
7: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I am so excited. Um, I think I'm most excited to see how Luke and Leia's stories progress.
3: Oh, yeah.
7: Um, I mean, with Han, you know his storyline going the way that it did I want to see how it's going to affect the other two and you know it's just so fun to see them again and I didn't feel like there was nearly enough well there wasn't enough of Luke (laughs) in the last film (laughs) but you know I'm still interested in these actors and the new cast you know they're phenomenal as well of course oh yeah but you know I, I want to see what's going to happen with their stories and are they going to reunite like
3: no, I'm yeah, ho- Hoping they do. That's a I big mean, question like, on my mind. <laughs> it's like, especially, you know, with the, you know, passing carry carry. it's like what everybody wants, obviously, is just that brother-sister moment, like that, uh, uh, like that picture that came out in the Vanity Fair, uh...
7: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the one yes. that tore the
3: hearts <laughs> out of everybody. Yes. Beautiful picture by Anne Lebowitz of, uh, Luke, or Mark Campbell as Luke holding, uh, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and I'm kind of hoping that a lot of people don't go in. Uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of fans are sad, but I, I want I want it to be more of like celebrating her, especially mm-hmm. you know as her character you know is so strong and being a general now. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for the movie. It's like
7: oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm so excited about it. It's so nice to be able to get new Star Wars. So. Oh, I
3: know, and <laughs> I mean, and now even more with Ryan Johnson just signed on to a new trilogy, so.
7: (laughs) Oh my gosh, I'm so hopeful for that.
3: Oh yeah, so, and hopefully we'll get, I'm sure we'll get news about that real soon.
7: Mm -hmm. I would imagine so. I would think.
3: Hopefully they hopefully they, I I mentioned this, I think um, on my last interview, but like, hopefully they uh, mentioned, announced Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim for 2019, and of course they'll have a lot of that there, so. (laughs)
7: oh yes we can only hope (laughs) yeah
3: that's that's my prediction but i'll I'll bring that up later because i'll just make myself go crazy but uh yeah (laughs) uh excuse me real quick sorry um so there's 40 years of great moments in star wars um but not just in movies there's t you know the tv shows and comics and even people's experiences at like conventions like celebration um do you have like a favorite Star Wars moment? And like I said, it could be anywhere that you know, trooping or a movie or anything.
7: Oh my goodness, that is such a difficult question.
3: <laughs> or oh, you could name a couple; it's okay.
7: Um, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is actually Revenge of the Sith with Order sixty six. Yeah. It's not necessarily my favorite, but it's one of the most compelling sequences and if it's on TV like I will drop everything and just watch it
5: yeah.
7: <laughs> um, it's you know it's emotional it really yeah you know, I feel that's a huge turning point in the entire saga
3: oh it is and
7: and oh my
3: gosh <laughs> and I know I know in the prequels a lot of people correct uh, not correct uh criticize mm-hmm. George George Lucas is uh, directing but mm-hmm. I thought I mean that or that up that view of like the stairs, like overhead view of them walking, you know, mm-hmm. John Williams' oh, yeah. music getting louder and louder. I'm like, that, I mean, that was a brilliant scene. Uh,
7: oh, yeah. It gives me chills. Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, it was, it was fantastic. And then I actually recently just watched the entire Clone Wars uh, TV series. Oh, yeah. And I'd seen bits and pieces of it, but I watched the whole thing in order this time. And now that, you know, for me, now that I know that much more about the clones and because at the time, you didn't really know much about them. Like, they could just be, you know, mindless, you know, servants to the Empire or whoever. But now they have personalities and they have, you know, different story arcs. And they are so much more human, you know, to me. And watching that scene is just so
3: heartbreaking. Oh, I know. Especially, like, because they got the... I remember... I haven't seen Clone Wars in a while, but I remember, like, early in the series... I mean, Yoda had that one episode with the three of them, and he told them, mm-hmm. "You guys are individual." Then, the, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a great that was a great little uh, storyline. Then it kind of went away, went back to the original characters. But later on in the seasons, you actually saw the different personalities, and then to where even on Rebels with Rex and was it Wolf and Gregor? I mean, everybody's mm-hmm. completely you know individual, even though they're they're clones. And yeah, they did a great mm-hmm. job. And I mean uh, the actor, the, and the clone wars, uh, uh ah, D Bradley Baker. I mean, uh, yes. <laughs> there's episodes where he's doing nine different clones, you know, and I mean, uh. what an amazing voice actor, especially, I mean, <laughs> it's,
7: Oh yeah. It's no, crazy. that it's incredible.
3: Oh uh, yeah. So, <laughs> and, uh, one more, um, I being that, you know, this whole, uh, Subjects about Star Wars fangirls and a lot of people. There's a lot of strong uh, female characters. Uh, what would you say, in your opinion? Uh, you, you don't. You could pick, pick a couple. Uh, feel free. Uh, most iconic or favorite scene by uh, one of the many female characters in the uh, Star Wars universe. Let's see. I know it's a tough one.
7: I, <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It. And there's not as many female characters either.
5: Well, true. Um,
7: (laughs) You know, I really... (laughs) In spite of myself, I loved Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't something that I got excited about until a month before it came out. Uh, And then I went back and I read Star Wars Catalyst and I read the Rogue One uh, novel. And so I really appreciate Jen Erso now. And I was just watching it this morning. The scene... Toward the end, when they get to Scara, and she gives just the shortest little speech uh, to rally on, you oh, know, yeah. her crew, and <laughs> you know, we'll take, you know, we'll take the first chance, and we'll do it till the chances are spent. And just the fact—it wasn't even really so much the scene as much as the character growth, because oh, she started off. She started off the movie as a captive, and she wanted nothing to do with the rebellion, nothing to do with the Empire. She wasn't interested in. You know, she'd anyone rather just or be, anything. She'd rather just
3: hide, you know, just kind of...
7: <laughs> right, right. She's very apolitical, and throughout the film, she grows, and she realizes, you know, the rebellion's not perfect, but they're doing something, and they're trying to, to change, and by the end of the film, she's leading this group of rebels oh, into, yeah. you know, the belly of the beast, and not really expecting that they're going to escape, and just watching her give that speech, where she hadn't been the leader like that was the first time she really stepped up and took ownership and you know it's it's a seemingly insignificant scene if you just look at it by itself but you know you look at it with her character journey and it's so just captivating to me no
3: it totally is and i mean in in movies you get a scene like that but they draw it out you know kind of like over and get over theatrical about you know, this day is the day we. Mm-hmm, you know, and mm-hmm. like you said, she was subtle, but it was to the point. Everybody there knew that. All right, we're not going home.
5: <laughs> right, you know, this, right. This is
3: our last thirty minutes. <laughs> and, but you know, she rallied them. So yeah, that was a great. And even before that, when she t- kind of like put the re- uh, alliance leaders kind of like in check, you know, and they were too mm-hmm, scared to do mm-hmm. anything. So, no, that's a that's a great moment, great scene. Um. Yeah, I, <laughs> I might watch Rogue One in a little bit now. <laughs> but um, it's
5: good. oh
3: yeah, it's, and really looking forward to see what they do with a solo when that comes out. So. <laughs>
7: mm-hmm. Yeah, because of Rogue One, I'm that much more excited for the anthology films. Yeah, so. me too,
3: so, especially in Obi Wan if we get it.
7: <laughs> <sighs> One can only hope that would be amazing.
3: Well, uh, Christina, thank you very much for uh, coming. Uh, I uh, just loves talking Star Wars and. And, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, I've met you on the show before. Like, I'm really involved in, like, the Fangirls Going Rogue uh, Mm -hmm. show. And I've always, you know, uh, always liked so many opinions. That's why I wanted to get this a Fangirl uh, episode, get a lot of the, you know, and a lot of listeners that are still kind of new to podcasts, you know, they think, oh, Star Wars is for boys. And Star Wars is for everybody. It's for young kids, Mm -hmm. boys, girls, old people, you know, whoever. (laughs) And um, that's why I wanted to get this show out. But before I let you go... Uh, can you let our followers know, like, if they want to follow your blog site or any social media at all?
7: Sure, sure. I'm on Twitter at Star Wars is Love, <laughs> and that's also my Instagram handle. Um, for the most part, it's Star Wars. Uh, period is Love, and then my new blog, which should hopefully hopefully be up by the beginning of December, will be StarWarsIsLove.com. Nice. <laughs> We've got a theme going on. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Um, and that's pretty much it. My original blog, um, which is, you know, hodgepodge of lifestyle stuff and Star Wars, is actually Ms. Uh, Ms. Christina, C H uh, R S T I N A, uh, Fung, F U N G, at, uh, or just.com, <laughs> really. <laughs> uh, but, awesome. Yeah.
5: Uh,
3: and if anybody's ever in the San Diego area and you see the 501st going to be there, definitely look for Christina and say hi <laughs> So I'd love to well awesome and you know hopefully I see you guys at the park someday so <laughs> opening oh Ga- yes. Galaxy's Edge so,
7: yeah um, <laughs> that would be awesome
3: so once again thank you for being on the show and anytime you want to uh, plug your blog or anything talk Star Wars you're you're, you're always welcome here so. <laughs>
7: well thank you so much for having me absolutely <laughs>
3: So I really hope you guys enjoyed those four great interviews with those amazing uh, Star Wars fangirls. Um, Like I said earlier, I I could have talked to them forever, so um, it was great insights from all different angles, and uh, one thing real quick, I really want to apologize for um, during Patty's interview, somewhere during editing, I lost the last couple minutes of her interview, not sure what happened. Um, so um, I'm really sorry for that but uh, maybe I'll have her on the show again real soon but uh, once again you know I want to thank uh, Sandra of Fangirls Going Rogue Jen Marie who once again uh, is celebrating 17 years of Anakin and his angels uh, com uh, definitely check that out congratulations uh, like I said cheers to the next <laughs> 17 years who knows how much more Star Wars we'll have then uh Thanks for Patty for every everyday fangirl for coming to the show, and Christina, <clears throat> who uh, like I said next month. Congratulations to you for your new Star Wars blog starting. So once that starts up, let us know, and you know we'll help spread the word. And uh, then all the charity that you do with the five hundred first, and that will be our show for November. Um, thanks to everybody for listening to this long, jam packed episode. Uh, we will be back. Uh, twice in December uh, Ryan will be back and we're going to give our uh, super spoilery uh, review of the last Jedi uh, we're both really excited for that um, I only say super spoilery because you know it's I know we're, we're gonna be hard, it's gonna be difficult for us to not say certain things and by the time the show comes out majority of Star Wars fans and Disney fans might have already seen the movie so uh you know why not? Why not? You uh, know we're we're not going to have a spoiler ban on here. Then uh, later on in the episode or in the month, we will have a uh, another uh, guest host, and we'll be talking uh, about uh, Disneyland, Disney World uh, during Christmas time. So really excited for that. So um, once again, you guys uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, and you know, leave us a review. Um, you know, yeah, like I said, it helps uh, people find us. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr. Um, you can email us at DisneyUniversePod at gmail dot com. We got shirts for sale on tea public, so uh, you know there's a lot of ways to support the show and just let people know if you like us or not. And before we go, just want to wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, may you have plenty of turkey and fun times with friends and family and loved ones and we will see you back in december so happy thanksgiving and you.